What up, Blurds and Nerds? It's the Blurred Perspective Podcast. I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Rue. And I hope you're having a good holiday season and trying to enjoy. Um, well, first off, I guess we can talk about the verses that happened a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Between Brother Rue's favorite, favorite band in the whole world, Rap I guess. Rue. Okay, yeah, sorry. Rap group. Well, well, singing group. Anyway, we'll get to that later. (laughs) Versus Triple Six Mafia. I'll let you go first, brother. What did you think? I thought it was great. Except for Bone didn't play some of their hits. It's like, Like? I don't know what the hell. Well, they didn't play their number one hit. uh, First of the goddamn month. Was that a number one? Yeah, they actually hit number yes. one on the chart. That's weird. Then that they left. Yes, I mean they didn't play. The, if they were gonna play some B side stuff or some stuff that wasn't a single, play the getaway off of East Ninety Nine or something like what the f- hell was they doing? Play some of the uh, creeping on the come up cuts. Like that shit pissed me off. I was just like, hey man, I mean they didn't even play. I tried with Phil Collins. How does that go? Give me like 15 I tried seconds. I so hard. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm... I'm been okay, so sorry about that. Just saying. They, they didn't play... We just I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They didn't did they play, play I These Tried Are The with, Days Of Our I'm Lives? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. It's, yeah. They it's been a long day. They didn't play I Tried with Akon. Akon. I've never heard it. I don't know. Yes, you have. The I try so hard. The I try so hard. Okay, you just keep giving me that part. Cause I can't think of the song right now because okay. I'm still thinking the first of the month. So first of the month is a, was a Hot 100 number one Billboard number one hip hop chart number one song. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's weird that they forgot it, but I can see why they forgot it. Um, maybe they forgot I it. try so hard. I, I guess I got to keep trying. I try so hard. Can't seem to get away from this misery. Man, sure. I try so hard. Okay. But I always be a victim of these streets. With Akon. Yeah, okay. I'll listen to it afterwards because we don't need to pay for it. Jesus. But I still don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So what did you think about the altercation? Uh, it was justified. So I listen. agree. So listen, at first when I saw it, I was like, man, what the fuck is Busy Bone doing? Mm-hmm. But then when you go back and you look at it, it's like, hey, man, <laughs> J kind of overreacted. I mean. You can't invite a man to your Yeah, you can't tell him to suck your dick. Like, right. come on, bro. That's, we got to fight. <laughs> like, at this point, we got to just fight. Fuck it. And so this is my thing. All right. So, I'm, let me, you know. So they was doing their songs. And, uh. Very early on. <laughs> it was either Buddha Lovers or Buzz Smokers on. I think it was Buddha Lovers. Yeah. Buddha Lovers. You know, uh, DJ Paul and uh, Gangsta Boo was doing the waltz to Buddha Lovers. And I guess that shit set Busy Bone off. <laughs> and he was like, you ugly motherfuckers <laughs> you ain't going to be mocking me. <laughs> and something about being called an ugly motherfucker <laughs> triggered. I don't know why. Juicy J. I'm pretty sure that's not the first he, time. Uh, <laughs> he decided to tell Busy Bone to suck his dick. Which, uh, you know, if you know the history of Busy Bone, he's had 
you know, some trauma in his life. And, and I don't even think that's fair to bring up. I just think you just don't do that. They have okay. bad blood anyway. They don't like each other. So you don't. So I, 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 was, I, yeah, you know, I agree. That man, he grown now. He's probably passed all that shit. You just don't tell another man to suck your dick. You out in these streets and you tell them to suck your dick. That means you ready to fight. And you don't. To add insult to injury, they don't get along. They don't like each other. Or they had caution tape. And I keep thinking half of what I think is that that was fake. And that was a way to like build up the moment with drama to have them separated like that. Right. But then also they probably really needed to be separated. I just, then, you know, they got into the little scuffle. The thing I didn't like about the scuffle is people tried to say that Bone Thugs Harmony lost the scuffle. And I'm like, how? How do you lose and win the scuffle? This is what happened. Juicy J threw a punch. Missed everybody. Right? And then there was another dude, black dude. He was trying to come forward to throw a punch, but he tripped and fell into everybody. And then you got the white dude that was pushing lazy and busy back. They manager. The manager. Trying to push them back. Not a single punch was thrown. And you can't really count that a, a, a push because old buddy was tripping. And Bone Thugs and Harmony was nice enough not to still left on this dude that fell forward on them because they were trying to secure the bag. So they wasn't really trying to fight. So all these super thugs out here... That act like, oh, Bone Thug lost the fight and all this. Wait, it Man, wasn't a fight. Nobody got punched. I'm just saying. These super thugs out here act like Bone Thugs and Harmony somehow lost the fight or something. Or, you know. Now, even even when the shit was happening, Busy Bone didn't run to the back. His manager was pushing him backwards and Lazy Bone grabbed him. And that's how they ended up in the back of the pack. But people want to sit up there and be like, oh, they ran. Like, man, what the fuck was you watching? They did not run. Hilarious. So, I'm just like, hey, man, y'all doing, like, too much. Like, By the way, nobody wants any thugs, of them to fight. I hate super thugs, man. All y'all super thug-ass niggas, like, chill the fuck out. So, who do you think won the actual music battle? Uh, Personally, I don't know. Hmm. Because if I go off for of songs played, 3-6 Mafia won. Because Juicy J... Probably you think Terrence Howard was the difference? That was corny as fuck. <laughs> he shouldn't have got his light skin ass up there. That nigga's desperate for a job right now. I just think what it's weird he that he empire? came out there as DJ. Fuck Terrence he Howard. He came out there as DJ, the character. He if you to. haven't seen Hustle and Flow, he was trying to show DJ. y'all that he could act like he was supposed to be there. Oh my god. That nigga was acting. <laughs> he was like, Y'all didn't want to hire me, man. I can still do this, man. And by the way, I didn't know he was from Cleveland, but it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense now. Why? Because he likes him? Well, because he's got brains in 2021. Who? Terrence Howard. Oh, there was brains under that hat. Cornrows. Oh, it was? Yeah. I didn't look that hard. It was bad. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, huh. Everybody in Cleveland that's a male likes to keep their hair. Got it. Yeah, that's shit. We're not getting haircuts. Okay. So, I personally, if I'm going off of songs, though, Mm -hmm. then to me, Bone Thugs won. Because they had the most number ones. That Mariah Carey shit. Mm. The the, the Victoria's Thugs. The the song Thug Love with Biggie and all that shit. 
Like to that's, me, Bone won off of group songs. Yeah. But you know, three six knew they couldn't beat Bone Thugs off of just songs. So they went and got. Tim so they went and got Lil Wayne, Terrence yeah. Howard, Wiz Khalifa, yeah, Lil Flip. I can't believe I just said Lil Flip. Now. They went. Hey, and got, no shout out to the Houston artists that was there. That was dope, actually. Chameleon there and Lil Flip. No, no, no. Chameleon there was was a big bonus for Bone because that dude. Don't do hand did music in how long? He probably do performances yeah, yeah. and appearances and tip. like Dubai and shit. Person. But for him to show up for verses, that was bigger than everybody except for maybe Lil Wayne showing I up think for that verses. would be a dope versus. I hope that's a prelude. Who? Flipping a chameleon there. That'd be dope. Come on. Wait, what? Yeah, you don't think flipping chameleon there? Do a versus? Yeah. That'd be the lowest watched. Fucking verses. People love H Town, or they like to steal the sound style of H Town. Uh, so true, <laughs> but they. I, uh, uh, I don't know, man. You, you might get. Like, I'm telling you, people outside of Houston love Chameleon Air and love Lil Flip. You crazy in your head? Okay, well, I'm just telling you. If you think Chameleon and Lil Flip can do a versus, you gonna watch it? I would watch it, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I? I would watch it. I've only missed a couple, and that's only because I was maybe at someone's house or something, and they didn't have it on. But for the most part, I've watched them all. I miss Raekwon and Ghostface, because I need to really go back and watch it. This is the thing that got me off, because Bone started off with No Surrender. And I was like, okay, these niggas ain't coming to play. But you didn't play Look Into My Eyes. You didn't play Home with Phil Collins. Wait, are you sure they didn't play Look Into My Eyes? I mean, not Look Into My Eyes. You didn't play uh, First of the Month. You didn't play Home with Phil Collins. You didn't play I Tried with Akon. Unless I walked out the room and missed it. No, you missed it. Here's the problem, though. I I think the fight did stop at least one round of songs for Bone. So it probably threw off everything that they were trying to do. And I think they ran out of time. And that's why, and honestly, they really didn't need First of the Month. That's the scary thing. They didn't even need First of the Month. Because they had the Bone and Biggie. They had the Thug Love. They had the Mariah Carey. Because it's like, they had a strategy, as you can see, because Juicy J was like, well, I did a song with Katy Perry. And they was like, cool. We did a song with Mariah Carey, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like they knew what they were going to counter. Because they were like, yeah, that's great. You did a song with Katy Perry. But also, we did a song with Mariah Carey, who is the better singer, better star, better, you know, all, all around. So, I feel like they were ready and they came to play but Man, they let Triple Six Mafia take them out there. Down element. for my thing or creeping on the come up. What's down for my thing? Bang, bang, gotta get down for my thing. Gotta sing and hang with you. Gotta make these for the greedies. Gotta get. Anyway, so <laughs> that bang, bang, gotta get down for my thing. I know, thing, I know. Now, baby, now. Bang, bang. They could have played. Yeah, I like, oh, yeah, that song is jamming. I'm just doom, saying, doom, man. Doom, that's the one with that little, in, yeah. little interlude, yeah. I mean, I don't know why they played Friday. I guess. I guess that was a hit somewhere, but mm, I don't know. I think they had a strategy. The only thing that sometimes I don't like about verses is you won't hear the best songs till the end. And I thought, you know, we was getting there. I mean, 
Creeping, we came to get away. Land of the Heartless, no shorts, no losses. Right. They could have played Mr. Ouija in this motherfucker. Mm. Shots to the double Glock. Did I they like play Mr. Mo Ouija. Murder? I think they did more murder. Yeah, they did more murder at least. Yeah, they did more murder. Because I was shocked. Uh, they didn't do, uh, if I could teach the whole wide world. Okay, that song. So you need to go look at the charts. If I could teach the whole wide world to be a thugster just like me. No, thanks. Hey man, I'm just saying. They did. Get, they did body rock. I think they won. Honestly, I, I like Triple Six Mafia, but I have a bad taste in my mouth because of Memphis right now. So I just kind of felt a little way about. They could have did the. Then they started we got the fight, perfect so. combination. Mocked up, mocked up. Oh no, I so didn't like any of that Motor, be love, slug, but the perfect picture got the Oh fuck, my god, everything soul. sounds the same from them. Oh no, it doesn't. My wife is a hater. Oh, it's like, what are the words that I like, Bone? But I'm like, y'all not they saying let, no words. When that shit happened with uh, Three Six Mafia, they should have let uh, Busy Bone do Thugs Cry. Wow, I can't stop. <laughs> but anyway, so at first, like I said, when I saw the fight, I thought that it was Busy Fault. But then I looked mm-hmm. at it back and. Juicy J just told the man suck his dick. Like, that means you was just mad about something. You already had that on your heart. So, the first time somebody said something you didn't agree with, you was just ready to go. But, no punches was landed. Kudos to to Lazy Bone for trying to keep the priest. Kudos to DJ Paul for keeping the peace. Yeah. They was able to go on and do a magnificent versus. I thought it was awesome. Uh, Ultimately, overall, I'm going to give the win to Bone. I will, too. You know, like I said, if you go off of some of the the, the singles and stuff that was played, you know, Juicy J was standing tall. If you go off of B-O-N-E, then Bone to me won. I I would only give 3-6 Mafia. If you go off of of what they were supposed to do, Bone versus 3-6 Mafia, then I give it to Bone. Yeah, I don't want to hear your Katy Perry song. But, um, so... But then people want to give their writers credit and, and stuff like that. And it's like... Yeah, but also, we talking about what songs you have that slap. But I, I agree with everything Brother Ruth said. Unpopular opinion of mine, they didn't need gangster boo. She could have stayed at home. Yeah, they did. Um, okay. She was an antagonist, but yeah. And she was the, the ultimate antagonist. Because it's like, well, first of all, why are you out here throwing out if this man on medicine or not? Like, if y'all were really not the aggressors, no. you sure had that no. locked and loaded no. and ready to go. No. Shout out to Deezus and Barrow. Because they said what I said. She was talking about something. They like, he going to ruin y'all career. <laughs> it was like, how you going to ruin somebody's career 40 years later? Hey, man. So No, he said it was a HIPAA violation to talk about that man, if whether or not he's taking any... Like uh, antidepressants. Yeah, so I'm just like, what the heck? Just so. So yeah. Um, sorry about that background noise. Uh, our son is <laughs> almost bust his ass trying to jump over. <laughs> and I was laughing. So grocery bags and this is yeah. Sorry. Anyway, we back. So anyway. I do. Um, Gangsta Boo could have not been there because she's not the one who sings Chicken Head. No. 
So we didn't need her. I feel like they tried to do too much of their songs. Chat like, through, uh, chicken head. It was like a whole, you know, it's usually 30 seconds versus 30 seconds. You do your intro, your 16 bar, and your hook. Well, I get it. It's groups. So, no. you know, they had to do a little more, but they I'm were sorry. doing the whole I'm song. I'm going to let you finish. I don't mean to cut you off. But people need to look at what the Locks did against Dipset. Dipset did whole songs, and Locks did about two or three songs for the most part. Right. In the, in that in that time frame, if they yeah. gave them five minutes. They did like a minute and a half of a song, except for like if they did the freestyle, like when Jada was killing it over the Who Shot You. Yeah. But go ahead, I'm gonna let you go ahead. Sorry. But in my opinion, it could have been shorter. It went on for too long, so. I get it. Gotta stay fly. Ah, 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 ah. So, yeah, we only needed that one hook. Like, we don't need to hear. Like, they're not lyricists or anything. Triple Six Mafia. So, the beat is all we're looking for. We don't the need to hear the whole thing. The most useless motherfucker tonight is Young back. Buck. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't even make Young this Buck. This dude, Mike. at the end of the night, was talking entirely too much. He was so happy My to guy. be here. Shut the fuck up. I am very happy to be here. Tonight was not about you. We don't give a fuck about your gangster or none of that other gum ass shit. 50 cent. That you was talking about. Go find you a tranny and enjoy yourself. Oh, no. Don't, don't do that. that. No. No. No, that has nothing to do with this. Young Buck, 50 Cent oust Young Who Buck. Who love who you love? I'm not knocking a man. 50 Cent Go find you what you Buck. want and go enjoy the rest of your night. So anyway. Sitting on the mic. So bring it back to the music. The, 50 Cent Talking about all that crazy Buck. stuff. You should have started looking. My wife just gave me saying that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let's go ahead. It's just unnecessary because you could say a lot more things about him. He cried on the phone with 50 Cent. You don't have to bring up anything about a transvestite. That's true. <laughs> you don't. It's yeah. like... This man cried on the phone. That's true. Ain't got no sympathy from 50 Cent at all. That enough. Get no sympathy from anybody. Yeah, that was horrible. But anyway, so yeah. It was cool that they brought out Little John and the people. Lil Wayne kind of seemed like he wasn't in it. Like, he had tunnel vision. Like, no, nah, he was there. He was doing this. He did his thing. Oh, I just. Because the strip. Spurs were out there with him. Bo, that's right. They were black. So, he probably couldn't be bothered with them anyway. So, um. <laughs> that's why you said that. That's a good setup. Because I was like, mm. That's a good setup. Good job. I'm like, oh. Oh, bands. Strippers. But that's right. They're not Bang. fat or not black. Got it. So, <laughs> anyways. Um, I think he'll pop one again. I think Bone. I liked more Bone songs than. Triple Six Mafia, which I thought was going to be the other way around, but the whole energy shifted after they oh. were being so oh. you hateful know, at first. The one song that Three Six Mafia did not play, and it's crazy because Lil Wayne was there, was the song they got with Cash Money. I don't know anything about this song. I'm going to have to play it for you, uh, uh, you know, after this because... Uh, we not, not paying, paying for that. Uh, you know, we're not paying for um, <laughs> any any, any Jay song. You not yeah. paying no right for no Jay Z song. He's gonna be worse than them. Well, but I love Jay. Anyway, it's called Hypnotized Cash Money. And oh no, they didn't even play that song, man. But I guess because that was considered 
But no, they tied the thug club up the 36 Mafia. Same thing. They could have played that song. They played Juicy J song. They could have played the tied the club up the song. They brought out a Bond MJG. That was interesting. Yeah, with just Khalifa. Yeah, it it was cool. I, I think that that <laughs> the little public service announcement when it went black after the little fight, quote-unquote, um, I think they were thinking, look, we got all these people lined up, so y'all better make up and deal with that. Yeah. I wanna zone, know who, zone, zone. I want to know who put that caution tape out there. I bet Busy Bone put that caution tape out there himself, personally. <laughs> he came out before yeah. and said, I don't want them touching me. Yeah, I, I think Busy Bone put that And which was ironic because they ended up Doing all the hugging and touching after that. I mean, at some point, before the fight. Nah, it was after the fight. After the fight, the everybody was tape, all, they moved the you good, you anyway. good, you good. It's like, well, y'all should have had this And kudos for Busy Bone for coming back out there and apologizing to the oh, fans yeah. for yeah. almost ruining the night. Yeah. And, and them pounding it out, pause, and continuing did, the show. Um, he did old boy ever, Juicy J, ever apologize? I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he didn't say anything. Oh, really? He told a whole man to SMD. I don't know if he ever apologized, but that's why I'm saying kudos to Busy Bone because he apologized to the crowd and to, you know, everybody on the stage for almost, you know, ruining the night. For his part in almost ruining the night. True. True. Well, let's talk about the verses that doesn't need to happen. Blurds. I saw. Let's just keep it in the music mode. I watched the Kanye West and Drake Free Larry Hoover concert last night on the tubes. Okay. Yeah, we didn't watch it live. We I missed it. I didn't want... I thought what was going to happen was going to be Drake opening for Kanye. And basically, I was going to be up till 1 in the morning and I wasn't trying to do that. What ended up happening... Is it was basically Kanye's concert, which was refreshing to me, but then Drake did a set, and I have never been to a Drake show. I've been to several Kanye shows. Thank you, God. So I knew what to expect. Every time Drake, right, God's protection, because every time Drake had a concert, like, I love Future, but he came with Future, and I was like, well, I'm not about to sit through Drake, so I guess I'm not seeing Future. He came with some other person. He don't come with And I was time. like, I'm me you know, personally not going to do it. I don't care. At me, tweet me. You could be mad. When After hearing Kanye go off on vintage Kanye for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, then they tried to bring this kid out singing off key. And I'm like, who likes this? Like, I guess it's different when he's on a track, but... Since he's not a singer, I guess he doesn't understand about being on key, about your voice carrying. So he was trying to sing a Kanye song, but it sounded like you should let Kanye sing it. Right. So I did watch the whole Drake performance. I said, I'm going to be open-minded. People are saying, you know, that I'm too partial. I don't F with him. So I said, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm not going to fast forward through this like I want to. It was excruciating. I was tired. Just And he didn't even stay out there that long. But 
he didn't even do the songs that he should have done, and people were chiming in on the chat. Like, of course, it wasn't live, but you could see what the people were saying, and all the Drake fans were saying, play Best I Ever Had, play God's Plan, play... And name another Drake song everybody knows, because I won't say everybody. Well, anyway, he was doing, like, I couldn't do it the I'm slowest like songs... He did Girls Want Girls, and I guess people really like that song, but I'm like, you got other songs that bang. Why not do What's the Sun? Being on some chill stick. Real good. Zero to 100. Mm -hmm. That song slap. That beat is bananas. That would have went off up in there. Why not play that song? I mean, he was smart enough to do 21 Savage verse on Knife Talk. Yeah, but... Some of that stuff, I was like, you picking the wrong songs. Maybe he didn't have a chance to go through the set list. Because I was like, there are some Drake songs. Jumpman, do your verse on Jumpman. He did Life's Good, but sadly I realized that when I listen to Life's Good, the whole time I'm anticipating Future's part. Mm-hmm. So hearing his part without getting the Future part was just like, ugh, to me. So... All in all, I, I think it was a good concert, but I understand now why, like, Kanye wouldn't do a Drake versus. Because, first of all, they have two different tempos. It's about BPMs. It's about Sonic. How they match. And sonically, they don't match at all. Now that I've seen them together collectively on the same stage, they are not sonically inclined. I feel like if he would have done a song... Or two off of Take Care. Or the album before that. Is it, if you're reading this, it's too late. Is the one before that? I don't know. But the point is, there was a period of Drake's career where he was kind of jacking Kanye West's 808 and Heartbreak sound. Like, that was his, like, sonic feel. If he would have done more of those songs... He would have went off, but he, I guess, feel obligated to do Certified Lover Boy songs, which is, in my opinion, his worst album. Like, again, Take Care, Go Hard. I don't really mess with him, but I can listen to Take Care, you know, and be okay. Like, I won't Thank Me Later, hurt I think, anybody. was his first Thank album? Me Later is the first album, but that one nothing without was the a... Same? Yeah, maybe it's Nothing Was The Abuse. Same. Views. Views. Views got some bangers. He should have done more Views songs. Hmm. I feel like, as a person that don't even like him, I could have said that, like, a concert is usually palatable for the masses. Like, we've been to Jay concerts. I love everything Jay-Z does. But when I go to a Jay-Z show, I know I'm not going to hear where I'm from. I'm not going to hear 22 twos. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... He could have done that for the masses. Like, I guess he think everybody like all his music, y'all. I don't know. What, what do you think, Brother Ru? I think nothing. Because I'm not a Drake fan. Uh, what did you think of Kanye? I just thought, the only thing I would say is, finding out that, you know, Larry Hoover's, Larry Hoover himself, through his son, wasn't too high on the concert because he thought it would be a detriment to him and viewed negatively. Because of his quote-unquote influence. So that in itself means that the concert would have the opposite effect that it was supposed to have. It didn't, though. I don't think it did. 
Well, you know, they said the DA and all them was mad at Drake and Kanye West. Forget them. They just mad because they called the D, you know, the feds called Larry Hoover a monster, but we the don't feds? trust them. They called Martin Luther King a monster. Right. But the, other, the only other issue I had with it is the only time you saw free Larry Hoover was on their is shirt. on their shirt. And when the title... You saw the title. Right. They didn't even say Free Larry Hoover. They, he didn't even play the song with Larry Hoover Jr. But you know what? I didn't see Larry Hoover Jr. either, which I thought that's weird. Like, I would think he would be here, but maybe they did separate themselves from that event. Because, but they couldn't go back on what they called it. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah, I mean, Awkward. Jay Prince made them do it, so they couldn't back out of it. Right. Basically. I'm just glad that they seem to actually want to be friends. Because one thing I don't like, it's one thing to be cordial in this industry. People can be cordial. McDonald's and Burger King are cordial all the time, B. Y'all don't have to be your best friend and co-sign and be on your show for us to be cool. But that's what the problem is with a lot of these, uh, us. McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's and all them ain't trying to kill each other. Drake and Kanye ain't trying to kill each other either. They live in Calabasas I'm talking about together. Rap. I'm talking about rap as a whole. Because right. you'll have somebody that feels like they're affiliated with Drake and Kanye West do something stupid. But it's not necessary. Right. Kind of like the whole Young Dolph thing. Whoever did that was probably an affiliate of somebody that mm-hmm. thought they was going to get some brownie points right. for doing the shit. So that whole we beefing shit, people beefed in hip-hop all the time. And up even with... Tupac and Biggie, which their their deaths didn't have anything to do with each other other right. than people wanted to tie them together. Right. After that, you didn't really see a bunch of hip-hop deaths because of beef. Right. It was Jay-Z a rap battle. I'm better than you. I'm better than you with this microphone. I mean, yeah, even if you look at the Drake and Kanye West thing, Kanye West ain't never really said nothing about Drake. Never. Pusha T is the one that got in his shit. Right. Pusha T is the one that pushed his shit back right. on wax. That was bars, though. Yeah, but Drake so, thought he was above him, so he didn't really want to well, call out him by name because he thought he was a better, well, bigger star. Watch, they can see. And this thing I hate about people—they want to talk about money and record sales. What the fuck does it have to do with what happened on the microphone? Right. I like agree. when Nicki Minaj and uh, Remy Ma went at it. What right. the fuck does Nicki Minaj's album sales and shit have to do with what happened on the microphone? Right. So. They got they got to chill on on some of this stuff with Drake, man. I mean, he got good al- uh, album sales. He's a great artist. I will never take anything from him on that regard. But as me and my boy Big Dog often argue, Big Dog is is for Drake. I ain't against Drake. Let me be clear on that. But to me, he's just not original. To me, he's a wave rider. He's smart enough to have a big team behind him that that helps him that helps market him that helps pay the right people or influence the right people to pay his music. You know, he he knows the way. So people got me, He got they got me wrong when I said he's a wave rider on the last episode. What I mean is if he sees somebody with a buzz. He's smart enough to know trends. Yeah. There's nothing and wrong it's, with it's, that. It's, 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 it's an it's a, it's a even exchange, I guess you could say. Right. In some instances. Because I make you hot. And in some instances. And you make me hotter. In some instances, he makes the other artists hotter. But yeah. my thing is, 
people are forgetting the part where they keep him relevant. Yeah. So you can't negate the fact that going with that new hot artist or that new up and coming artist keeps you relevant. Here's my issue. With, I like Drake. I like Hotline Bling Drake. I like I Want to Be Successful Drake. I like Drake who doesn't take himself so seriously. When he starts talking gangster stuff, it's like, wait a minute. Now, either you want to be a pop artist or you want to be this tough dude, but you can't have it both ways. He's not that multifaceted as a J who can come up with a record that ends up being a crossover record. When I see Drake, I see Wheelchair Jimmy, I see Degrassi. I think, cool, if you want to stay in that lane, that's fine, especially since we found out Earlier, you wasn't even writing your rec- your rap, your rhymes. So, then when you want me to take you seriously as this gangster figure, it's like, no, you're not being fair now because there's already a lane of people for that. You don't need to occupy that lane. Migos don't try to be gangster. And sadly, Migos probably is gangster because they're from crazy North Atlanta. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they probably really about that life, but they don't put that in their music. So I feel like Drake associates himself. Nah, I heard early Migos. Woo! Pause it. <laughs> Sorry, we just had a bit of good luck there. Um, you know, if you're a sneakerhead, you know what we're talking about. We can get that call, that, that car you've you been waiting on. You get that raffle call, you know. You, we got two of them. We know. got two. So, so yeah. you know, we just wanted, you know, a raffle for some for some stuff stuff for some Christmas. Excuse my so excuse enthusiasm. Our excitement, you know. She was like, pause it because I had to answer the phone because it's like, is this, is this? I'm like, yeah. Hey, you won. I'm like, oh. Man, it's good to so, get that look out there. Free, free advertisement real quick. Shout out to Proper. Proper. Over there on 19th Street in the Heights. They come through. They legit. They don't, they don't bullshit. They don't BS, you know. They make sure that regular guys like myself, regular people like us, don't have to pay an arm and a leg and we can get the drop. So a big shout-out to Proper, 19th Street in the Heights. Check them boys out because they legit. Yeah, they keep it fair. So I like them. I like them because it's it's just a cool feel when you go into, like, you know, everybody knows everybody. Oh, yeah, the story. And they know why you're there. (laughs) People is helpful. They cool. Yeah. They ain't all stuck up and, you know, some people when they be working at the shoe stores, yeah, they have, like, gatekeepers, like, you need me. But them them cats is down to earth. Them ladies are down to earth. They real dope people. So, always nothing but love and good vibes when we go into that store. So, Shout out to Proper, man. Good looking out. Right. Salute. Y'all can see me. I'm giving them the salute. Right. And you know what? Speaking of Proper, that's why I heard Summer Certified Loverboy album. And it was bumping because they had a nice sound system. And I thought, I guess I can see why people like this just to bring it back to what we were talking about. But it's just not for me. I feel like Drake is really palatable. He's a pal. Okay, so who is he? Okay, I would say he's more like Will Smith was. Yeah. Like Will Smith, everybody likes Will Smith. I'm going to Miami. <laughs> so then Drake is kind of the same way. Good. Again, he didn't play that song with Khaled for free to no. get a college degree. Oh, fuck for free? Yeah, that song is banging. 
Mm. This is our podcast. You could have said fucking free. I forgot the name of the song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why did she just bleep the fuck for free? Like, we adults. I mean, I'm just saying I have forgot what he said. I just, but again, he had a lot of songs he could have played that he didn't play. And, and that was disturbing. And yes, to bring it back to rap beefs and like people, I just wish that we lived in a perfect world where people could be themselves. If you are a rapper, you should be able to just be yourself. Like, we know Drake grew up in a very <sighs> sort of privileged type of upbringing. So, he don't, you don't have the front for me. Right. You grew up in Canada with your free home care and a pool in your backyard. So, why do you have to act like you didn't? Like, I just think that's whack. True. I just had a thought real quick. Yes, go on. <laughs> what if that was just that color and they still haven't done the other color yet? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Drake is, uh, Drake, again, Drake is a great artist. I don't like when they talk about him as a rapper because that means you got to bring lyrics in it. But I was listening to a great conversation and that's what I meant to have you listen to. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So on the next episode, my wife hates when I do the little. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so on the next episode, we'll talk about it. So on my uh, expert opinion with Math Hoffa, Mm -hmm. who's a battle rapper, if y'all don't know. I don't know anything about that. You know Math Hoffa. He's the one that punched the dude because his hat got too close to his forehead. He told the dude back up. Sorry, no. And then he went to California, and he Mm -hmm. the one they talk talk about Charlie Clips. They say they caught you out in California without them slippers. Because Math Hoffa got jumped and Charlie Clips was kind of standing there. You're going to keep trying to I do trying, this and I, I, I was trying, people, to get her to understand no. who Math Hoffa is. Anyway, he, he's, he's a dope uh, battle rapper, mm-hmm. MC. And so, he uh, he got his show, My Expert Opinion, where they talk about the culture and all kind of stuff. He actually had Talib Kweli on there. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about lyricism and lyrics and hip-hop and MCing and mm-hmm. stuff. And they were talking about the fact that can you count... Somebody like Drake as an MC who has, uh, that uses uh, writers. Yeah. Because the thing is, not Drake uses writers, Yeah, but he also writes for other people. Yeah, that's so true. So it's like, can you hold it against him if he uses a, a track? If he uses a record that was, that has a... So uh, what is he writing for What they call people, that, though? a sample track or a... Uh, like a, 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 a demo. Like no, they call it something from, else. Yeah, but when I know somebody what you else mean. sings it and it's does, a demo, and then he does, he picks it up. Yeah. It's like, can you really hold that against him when he does it for other people? So he wrote uh, one of my favorite songs for. So I'm gonna give Drake some flowers right now. One of my favorite Beyonce songs was written by Drake. Which one? Mine. Oh, okay. That oh, song dude. is fire. It sounds like Drake, okay. but that's what I'm saying. That's the Drake I love. That realm, when he was doing the songs with Rihanna, that's dope. That's the lane he should stay in. Not that I think I'm gangster and I'm, you know, yeah, the best like the rapper fun, alive. You like the emo, fun-loving Drake. You yeah. don't like the, I'm trying to be He's hard He's a Scorpio. Gangster. Scorpios are emo. We're, we wear our feelings. That's the way I feel he should be as a fellow Scorpio. Right. If you want me to vibe with his music, I vibe more with that Drake. Okay. Like he's a grown man now. You don't have to put on for us. Like and the fact that people feel like they have to preserve his gangster, 
You Don't Need to Drink is an executive producer of a very good fucking TV show called Euphoria. That man is probably going oh, to be... Yes, he's going to be more than a rapper. So you don't have to gatekeep his gangster. He don't need it. Right. Like, let that man flourish and be, you know, evolve and transcend. So look, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I think... I think the thing that makes me mad about people when they talk about Drake is I put the Gifted album by Wale and the album about nothing about Wale, for Wale, from Wale against anything Drake has ever done. True. I put up most of J. Cole's discography Ooh. against anything that Drake has ever done. Kendrick? I put up Kendrick's two albums <laughs> over anything that Drake has ever done. So what you're saying is quality over quantity. Yeah, it's like, and I don't get the knock on Wale. I don't get the I don't get the knock on Wale. I got the one knock um, that was he don't necessarily rhyme on all his songs. He more talks, but the shit he's saying is still fly. Right. But so somebody that, say he so rhyme. so so in that aspect of it. That's why that would probably take him out of the lyricist conversation. Yeah. Because he doesn't stick to the essence of hip hop where you have to rhyme. But maybe if you listen to his rhyme pattern, maybe he's not traditionally rhyming the last word of every sentence. Maybe it's the middle and the third. It's the middle. It's every middle word of a sentence that's rhyming Ooh, or something. Haiku? Maybe he's, you know. Like a haiku? Maybe. Maybe. So I'm like, but, you know, still, at that era. Of Drake, it was Drake, it was Wale, it was J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, people like that. Meek. Meek. Like, I I just, I, I just didn't feel Drake the way I felt it. Now, I, I, now, when Drake came on, best I ever had. I liked it. It was refreshing. Yo. Yeah. When he did the, uh, the uh, what's the Houston shout outs? The, the uh, September. Uh, November the The, the, the DJ Screwed shout out. I like that shit. Oh yeah, I love that song. The song Woo! he had, uh, I think it was uh, Trey Songz was on the song. Either. I think Trey Songz was on the song. With him, I want to uh, be successful. Like I, yeah. I fuck with Drake, but I did fuck around, with Drake. Around, around hotline bling and Tisha, you love me. I like that song. Right. He could have done that. That's for the chicks, like my wife said. That's getting, getting their ready, makeup, getting ready to go on, out for a party, or going to Miami for the weekend. And back when I, my back in my youth, I had a guy. That I work with at UPS, he was like, a lot of the songs he might not necessarily like personally, but you got to be around the chicks. You got to go to the clubs. If the hoes like these, it, I love it, nigga, yeah. nigga, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so, like know, the females yeah. like it, so I, you know, I got to like it. Right. That's how a lot of these cats think. And I think that's why Drake gets elevated. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these guys thinking, well, the ladies like him, so I got to say I like him. Because I want to get what the but ladies But you know are. what? People didn't do that with LL. LL was dope, though. LL was... I love LL. You know I love I'm LL. I'm bad. So, you know. You know I love LL. But it, he was... He is really the second coming of LL. LL had those moments where he wanted to be taken seriously. But the thing about so, LL is he was a beast with his battle rapping. I, I would say LL and Nelly. Because if you think about yeah. the shit that he yeah. do, it's like that LL Nelly round. Yeah. To be honest, ne- people don't give Nelly his credit, but he did country songs and all this other shit. Like he what Drake some, is doing. Hey, Dilemma by Nelly and Kelly, Kelly Rowling. Yeah. I put him in that LL Cool J Nelly realm. So yeah. yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so that's where he, I think he's, again, let him transcend. As far as music, let him be comfortable. I feel like he's more comfortable being that hotline bling, Keisha, do you love me? Oh, you writing. I think that's where he shines. And I guess I don't like it. Like when he tries to go and push a T, because then you get unfair. Yeah, you are you you are a pop artist too, so of course you have more money than these people that you battling with. Right. Like you can't bring that up. We talking about streets. We talking about when the influencers of hip hop, not the gatekeepers, the the execs and the A and R's. We talking about who's pressing play on this. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that's where he begins to be unfair. And where he messes up with me and I fall out of feeling of wanting to hear what he has to say because I think, my God, you're you doing too much. So, True. that's it. I don't have anything against the kid. He's a fellow Scorpion. He's my Scorpio, Scorpio brother. Yes. So, I want him to thrive and flourish and I think it's dope that he has... Been as successful as he ha- just, as he has. Just I like I like I would like I'm about to find a Drake fan that saw that free Larry Hoover thing and asked them, "Were you feeling Drake's performance?" Oh, because the Kanye? energy with that and people was making excuses in the comments. Oh, well, they muted the crowd because it'd be That's too a loud because they weren't muting the crowd I'm on like, Kanye. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know because you could hear the crowd when Kanye came back out. But, I'm talking I mean, about so, B-side and, and it wasn't supposed to be a Kanye West event. It was supposed to be Kanye West and Drake. So you, they would, they gave him an unfair advantage. Like right. So I want to see from a, a, a diehard Drake fan perspective, the shit that he did Stan Drake. was was that shit on the level of Kanye West? Right. Like beef or and be objective. Again, I love Kanye. I done been to Kanye shows. Kanye shows are life changing to me. Like, you don't leave them the same way that you come in. That dude, I get why he does the religious thing. You get your money's worth. Because he really and does give you that energy of a spiritual energy. Even if you're listening to Gold Digger, it's a spiritual energy that comes out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I said that trying to feel something to say, damn, okay, maybe I'll go to Drake's show next time he comes. But I, I got nothing out of it. So I'd like to know from a Drake friend, is is a Drake show better? Yeah, because it don't seem like he did good. He don't do good concerts. Yeah, because he's not a singer, so it's hard to carry a tune in a stadium and be loud. It's like, I guess he figured, let it let the song do the work. They already like the song, so I'm just going to play it and kind of sing along and let the crowd do the work. Like, I don't, get, I don't know. Right. Like, but I don't feel like I, he's on the performing level of a J. But as far as the purpose for that concert, there was no mention of Larry Hoover. Nobody no. came out and talked on his behalf. Nobody's just free Larry Hoover in the title and free Larry Hoover on the shirts. You had a whole song about Larry Hoover and his son. He it, didn't even play Jesus Lord, which is the song with Larry Hoover Jr. That's on what I'm it. saying. Play the audio. If you couldn't get Larry Hoover Jr. to come out there, play the audio. You own it. It's on your album. I mean, was it out of respect that y'all yeah. didn't do it? Maybe he asked them not to. I mean, they, since they had already purchased the tickets and the people was already coming, they couldn't cancel the event. Right. So maybe they was just like, we'll just do the free Larry Hoover name 
and we won't say nothing. I'm I'm sending all of them healing energy on that because I feel like that Kanye was really trying when he did the the listening parties to bring that out. Like he kept playing Jesus Lord so that that speech would be heard. You know, he talked about it on Drink Champs. Like, I think that he really was trying to have that awareness. And I don't want, you know, his efforts were uh, honest. They were pure, you know? Real quick. Oh, shit. No, I was there. My wife took me, speaking of healing energy. <laughs> my <laughs> wife took me to this place called Mind, Body, and Soul today. Yeah. But they got the crystals and, and, the, and the rocks and all that stuff. Don't call them rocks. They're crystals. Okay, crystals. I wasn't sure. Okay, Don't know. So they Even got though the crystals and... and yeah. I like to say I got a pocket full of stones when I have them, but... Yeah. I lost my damn mind in that place. They had a stone, and they was just calling me like, hey, man, you need to get this bad energy off of you. Yes. You need to get this positive energy and spirits and stuff in you. I think I got like three little bags worth of stones. One for my truck, one for my office, and one for me. I just so that I can just make sure that the energy around me is just positive. I, I think I got like four bracelets out of there. Like, hey, man, I... <laughs> God be with me, like yeah. spirit world, you know. Yes, yeah, it's, I it's need the about essence of positivity, vibrating in a higher frequency, and and shout out to Sean Trees, uh, my neighbor who actually put me on to the stuff last year. It's really helped me a lot through the pandemic, and you know, I don't know. Some people don't believe in that, but I believe that um, you know we have our angels. Watching over us, not to get too deep on y'all. And there are different frequencies we can vibrate at that we can vibrate higher. And I feel like people sense that on you and they can rock with you accordingly. Like, I feel like I try to vibrate at a higher frequency everywhere I go. So people are like, you're like so nice. And it's like, that's because I'm trying to vibrate higher. Like, we got to be a positive presence in this world so I try to be that well, all the time. I'm the who won't what uh <laughs> family, nuck if you buck kind of guy so I'm trying to exude that positive energy cause you know <laughs> so we was at a fun, what were we at uh, Walmart or something or good old Always Walmart, Walmart. and uh, she was Walmart. waiting on the spot and the person started bagging out but to me he got too close to our car when he was bagging I was like look at this I was okay. punk mother. He was, she was going like, to have to give me another She was like, you car. just left a pay, place trying to get positive energy. And this, I was like, hey, man, you right. If I want positive energy, I got to give positive energy. So I'm going right. to give this positive energy thing a try. I'm not an expert on the stones, but I feel like you got to let them work for you and speak to you. You can't, like, you can't force it, but you also can't reject it. Right. So... I'm trying to be a lot more positive out in my interactions in the world. I'm going to look for the positives. But don't ever forget that I am a disciple of pain. <laughs> and and the negative know, book uh, no, for me. And if you want to know what that means, just look at what pain on Naruto did to Hanzo of the Salamander. And you'll know what I'm talking about. Hmm, speaking on Naruto, Blurred's update. I went ahead and I took my beautiful niece's advice. Mm-hmm. And my husband's advice. And I went ahead and skipped the whole the fillers. fillers. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, you know, Naruto's Shippuden. back. It's Shippuden. 
He's back. And then we have Gara that's dealing with his situation with the Akaski. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, Blake. Are the Akaski bad or are they good? Because so, so, hold on, let me they go. don't seem good. They're ascending on a village that's not bothering them, trying to inflict pain on like their Kazakage, and I just don't understand how that would make them positive. How they could come out of that being redeemed. But go off. So, Lady L is just mad at me because I have a, a I have a bunch of Naruto shirts and stuff and gear, but I also have a Katsuki gear, and she's like, if. They are the villains of the show. Why? Why yeah. do you like them? You should only go for. She Naruto told this dude we was in the gallery. Yep. Yesterday. And, uh, what we at? Uh, Zach Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And the guy had on an Akatsuki mask, and she was like, "I like your mask, but the Akatsuki are evil." You know they're bad, right? That's and it's what like, I said to him. <laughs> I'm just like, don't don't listen. So funny enough, I had on a I had on an Akatsuki shirt, and uh, I told him told him don't listen to her because. I took I had a hoodie on and under my hoodie I had that Akatsuki shirt on mm. and he just started laughing and she was like but they evil they're villains and I'm like well just with anything sometimes you have villains that you, you kind of feel their story you kind of understand where they're coming from so you don't have a real problem with what they're doing per mm. se so right now she had the part where Dedera and Sasori just kidnapped uh uh, Gara and mm-hmm. you know it's about to Trying go down to take his... it's, it's up from here so, I you know. told him I said they are borderline pedophiles <laughs> and I don't understand why I don't appreciate it how are they pedophiles I don't appreciate what they're doing to Gara uh, me and Gara is still having issues because he was hating on Naruto but he did admit like a man that Naruto was right from the start see Naruto vibrates higher people he vibrates higher. So everybody thought Naruto was out there being childish because he's loving and he like tries to give back and be good. But everybody's like, oh, what do you know, kid? No, Naruto vibrates higher. Okay, that's the thing about him. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're rolling your neck. And because your that's, that's why I identify with Naruto. That's why I watched the show. That's why I connected with that character because... As, you know, everybody just saw him as a little scrub kid. But you know what? That little scrub that y'all talking about going to end up being Yahoo Kage one day. And what y'all going to do about it? Well, that boy setting his intentions. Y'all don't understand. Well, all I can tell you is keep watching. It gets better. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. I'm just Sasuke and me. It's a, nice little, it's a nice little roller coaster ride. I just feel like that's why Sasuke don't like him. Because, again, he vibrates higher. Sasuke no. can't get out of his Sasuke funk. had a goal and a mission because of his traumas in his life. And he felt like being all freely fruity with Naruto and Sakura was making him soft. And but why do they have teams whooped, then? After he got his ass whooped, he needed to get stronger. But he my point harsh. is, they, give, they put you on teams for a reason. You need people. Nobody in that village is good by themselves. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, my point is, everybody needs people. You, everybody needs an ally. Why wouldn't you want the nine-tailed fox to be your goddamn ally? That doesn't make it, any sense. Once you see 
Sasuke's logic and his reason, you'll understand. I've seen the backstory. I understand the struggle. You have not seen the complete and backstory. And the loss. You have but not you seen have a family. You See, this is the thing. And this is what I can attest to real life. And that's why I like that show. It's a kid's show, but it's so fucking heavy because mangas are not really anime is not really viewed as kids shows I get it but I'm saying it was a cartoon kids watched it I know friends who watched it as a child anime is not considered got it but the point is you can't call anime a cartoon okay I won't okay The Simpsons is not a cartoon either but anyway Simpsons is a cartoon go ahead no but anyway not without prophesizing they do but I get it you know, it, it, it speaks to what we were talking about on the one episode about friends. Sometimes your friends and your family is who's there for you. The aesthetic might not look like what you wanted to, but the people that are there for you are your friends and family. Just because they don't show how you picture they should doesn't mean that they're not relevant in your life. And I feel like Sasuke pretty much shunned the two people that loved him despite of. And that's why I feel like, damn, Sasuke, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you, bro? Why are you tripping? I mean, again, there is there's some trauma. Well, I can't say trauma. There's, well, he had traumas, but there's a reason why Naruto is the way he is. And Sasuke is the way he is. And has more to do with... The spiritual than necessarily them themselves, whether they. But like I said, I can't wait to see the trajectory of Sasuke because I know that Naruto's probably gonna be a Hokage. So so, then it's like, okay, Sasuke, for all the assholing you was doing, what you gonna end up doing? So I I can't say that without spoiling it right there. What I'll say is, you'll ease up on Sasuke. You might not necessarily forgive him, but you uh, will again, ease up. by the end of this series. By the end of this series, you possibly will ease up on Sasuke. Not you won't much. trust him, but you'll ease up on him. Not much, because again, your friends and family look like what they're gonna look like. You'll have who your spirit, empathy, angels sent to know. you. Or who they send to you. They might not look like what you want them to look like. They might not act how you want them to act. But that don't mean they're not there for you You'll have sympathy for Naruto. I mean Sasuke by the end of Naruto. We'll see. Because right now I'm not feeling him. We were in the mall and I saw some stuff. And I was like, well, Sasuke's on it. So I don't want it. Because he don't want it. He don't want the family. He done went off with the... Orochi, Orochimaru, and I'm not feeling that kid at all. And again, Brother Ru tells me, well, Orochimaru, the way he is, is this a reason why? Man, we all have a choice every goddamn day to be good or be bad. So you are you going to vibrate higher or are you going to be bad? Because that's the easy thing to do. So that's the way I'm taking this shit. I'm just saying, a lot of these characters are somewhat redeemable. And kind of redeem themselves. So all I tell you is don't go all the way in on one feeling. Gotcha. About Sasuke until you what see. What about Orochimaru? Uh, don't go all the way in on Orochimaru. Because he ain't the villain. He's a villain. But 
I, I, a lot of so I feel so what I told Lady L was I feel like the basis for the Marvel Universe was a lot of these animes because a lot of these villains quote unquote until you see the real villain they all are redeemable mm. they all are like Killmonger you kind of agree with why they doing some of the stuff they doing you just don't like the way they go about Ultron? doing it huh Ultron I said Killmonger no, you said like Killmonger. Some of these, mar- some of the Marvel oh, villains, because like Thanos is not really okay. So like Thanos, like old, like uh, you made me say Ultron, like Killmonger, <laughs> like the one from Ant Man and the Wasps, uh, the chick that vibrated. Yeah, you understood that she didn't want to die and she was trying to save herself. You just didn't like the way she went about trying to save herself. Well, like Hondu, we ended up loving Hondu. Hondu. Well, isn't that his name from Guardians of the Galaxy? The one with oh, the whistle? Oh, Yondu. Yondu. Yondu, sorry. Yondu. Yeah. I, I don't know like, why I said Hondu. You know what I meant. You thinking of Honda? <laughs> no. Sorry, Blair. Yondu, yeah. Yondu. Yeah. But Yondu wasn't really a villain. He was more of an antagonist probably than He a was like a, well, I don't know. That's the good thing about Naruto, though. Is that you do have character? Because again, I couldn't stand Gara, y'all. I couldn't stand Gara, but now that's originally who she had. I'm coming around on. And I was him. like, pump your but though. So the way you come around on Gara is the way you probably gonna come around on Orochimaru. Is probably the way you are gonna come around on um on Sasuke. There's even a villain that you are gonna come across that's greater than them. Mm. That you are gonna be like, I can't hate him anymore. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, that is cool. And you bring up Hawkeye. I mean, well, you bring up Marvel. (laughs) So we can talk about Hawkeye because Hawkeye has his good and bad side, too. Well, that's Hawkeye and that's Ronin. Right. And you can't be mad. I'm not mad at him for Ronin. I wasn't mad at him either. I understood. A bunch of people are mad at him. Yeah. And they coming after him now. Well, but. well, 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 without trying to spoil too much, right. you see both sides of the Ronin. Mm-hmm. Because on our end of it, we understand his whole family got wiped out but him. Yeah. And all these criminals and crooked guys still lived. And he was like, no, F y'all. Yeah, we going to snap the y'all, fingers if, for y'all If too. all these innocent people died, then y'all should die too. Yeah. But then you see one of those villains and they have a kid that they're taking care of. Yeah. And they just trying to support their family the best way they know how, right or wrong. Right. And he kills them. Right. And so now that person wants revenge, like Sasuke. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, who's the villain in that case? Yeah. Who is is the Ronan villain? the villain or is the the, uh, the young lady the villain? I won't say the name because I don't know if everybody's seen all. Spoiler right. alerts. No, you don't have to spoil it, but I do like that. It's kind of dope that they're um, doing, like, the whole hearing loss aspect of it. Like, him just being in, you know, seeing what he goes through on a daily basis with his hearing loss is crazy. Like, that's a whole aspect to the story that we never would get in a movie because they wouldn't have time to explain it all. So the the character I'm talking about is Echo. Mm-hmm. Since I said spoiler alerts. Okay, spoiler you know, alerts. I mean, we're like three, four episodes in. If you're a real blurred, you've been watching this. Her, uh, yeah. Her <laughs> dad was a gangster, and Ronan killed him. But 
I mean, he was a father to her. She didn't know none of the bad shit he was doing. Right. She didn't understand why he had to die just because he was in a gang. So, to her, Ronan is a villain. To us, Ronan is a hero. Right. So, to some... We we understand him. We have empathy with him because we know his intentions are good. Yeah. So, that's how I feel about Orochimaru. That's how I feel about Sasuke. Sasuke wants to avenge the fact that his brother killed his family, his whole clan... And he ain't finna become weak and sensitive and complacent, but and you never don't be able to have accomplish any that. Ally? No, because the thing is, the thing you missed, I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, Itachi has what's called the Mangekio Sharingans, the strongest Sharingan that you can get outside the Eternal Mangekio Sharingan. So the eyes of the Sharingan holders progress based on the pain that they feel. So, just going through his ass whooping that he got, if you paid attention, um, when they was fighting uh, Zabuza, mm-hmm. that his his charm gun actually activated. If you paid attention, when he beat Naruto, he got the three Tomei eye. Had he killed Naruto, he would have got the Mangekio charm gun. That's why at the beginning of Shippuden, when they skipped 1,700 episodes and they show Sasuke again and he, Naruto say, you didn't kill me. Yeah. He said, I didn't kill you on a whim because I didn't want to get the Mangekio Sharingan the way my brother told me I had to get it, which was mm-hmm. by killing my best friend. Oh. So, so I'll he, stop there. I'll let you keep watching. And then I'm going to come back to that point because Sasuke found another way to get the Mangekio Sharingan without killing somebody he actually cared for. Hmm. So in that regard, I don't fault him for the route he took. Because if he stayed cool with Naruto and Sakura and them, he would have had to kill one of them eventually if he wanted to get stronger. (laughs) Some Illuminati Yeah, he'd have to kill one of them to get stronger. Wow. Sometimes, wow, that's deep because you would think family would make you stronger. Uh, the but you know, being around people he loves makes him weak. It distracts him. Apparently. It makes him weak because he doesn't want to kill one, any of them to get stronger. Wow, I said that's too crazy. much. That's I, deep. I've said too much to you, so I'm gonna stop. That's deep, you know, because I just try to apply it to real life and how you know he's just being a loner and it's just totes unnecessary. But hey, man, anyway. let me say something real quick off subject. Y'all understand how happy I am I got that phone call. So on my shoe journey, I've had like three, I got 350s, I got 380s, 500s, 700s. I got Quantums, I got foam runners. I have everything but the slides and the goddamn uh, 450s. Now I have everything but the 450s. And I'm close, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm close. Because once I get them 450s, my shoe journey on Yeezys has ended. Because I don't like this niche shit that's coming out. I don't like them big ass uh, moon boots that he came out with. I don't live in a place where it gets fucking a hundred <laughs> below like zero. Those boots Kanye had so on <laughs> I, I ain't wearing no knee high boots. Ooh. Y'all kiss my ass. So I'm just a little amped up, crunk. You know, give a little toes up around for, uh, for probably for coming through yeah. because <laughs> I'm excited. Out, At this point, uh. I'm going to get my slides tomorrow, and all I got left to get on my journey is the 450s. My Jordan journey is done. My phone positive journey is done. Okay. My easy journey is about to be done. Exciting times, people. All right, go. What we got next? Um, It is exciting times. 
I'm not getting any slides, you know, but... She didn't want them. That's neither here nor there. She didn't want them, but I'll try to see what I can do. That's you know, Brother Boo, try to... There. I see what I can do, because Brother Boo like to see if I can supply, make it do what please, I do. Kanye. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? A lot of people don't like the issues, don't y'all? But whatever, so, they comfortable as hell. I don't know what Lady L had to talk about next, but I'm going to skip. I'm going to bogart a little bit. Go I apologize. ahead, what you got? I don't mean to be this way, mm. but I went to Walmart the other day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I bought three cases of water. The Ozarka water, that's 35 bottles to a case, right? Yeah. I'm sitting in there by the door where you do your self-checkout. So I'm at the self-checkout. The front door is like five or ten feet away, right? And they got this same little Mexican Indian lady okay. or whatever she Her is. Her race is irrelevant. Well, the, if you go to the 249... Uh, Two hundred and forty. Walmart here in Houston, Texas. You gonna know who I'm talking about? <laughs> FDB, cause she was it's a lady with glasses. How so about that? that's she, a good description. She like yay high, but she always stopping people. Yeah, and it seems like she always stopping minorities, black people. Right. Oh yeah, minorities. Period. So I'm buying my three bottles of water. Guess who walks by my basket in my register? She do. Wow, I have the ring of my own past, groceries. She, she walks like past me here. while I'm ringing up the water. She talks to somebody. When she walks by, she looks over at my basket and me and my little screen. And then she walks back to the front door so she can start harassing people again, right? She was her, That's harassment right there. So Because if you don't trust that I'm ringing up my water, you're welcome to come over here and do your job so and ring my water I, I'm look. I, I finished ringing up three bottles, three uh, cases of thirty-five bottles of Ozarka water. Get my receipt. There is a line at the door to leave because she done tackled like four or five people trying to see their receipts, and she stopped doing that shit, stopping people from leaving to help some other customer do some other. Some, uh, it was right, a black like lady. Return. It was a black lady asking a question. She stopped to help out. I was like, man, I'm ready to go fuck home. I just got out of work. I go to go around the line, and she stops and comes out wide like, sir, you can't leave. I'm sorry. I apologize to my wife. But I said, bitch, if you don't get out of my way, I'm going to run you over. And it was a dude that worked at Walmart. He kind of looked at me, and I looked at him like I will knock your bitch ass out too. <laughs> it's just too much. Because I kind of looked at him like, what the fuck you going to do? And I rolled my basket right at him. If they don't trust the, the customers, then they need to ring up people. Back in the day, they used to put a sticker on your water thing, like, to say you paid. It said paid on the goddamn sticker. Do that. But what you're not going to do is question me when I just gave my whole check for some water. Because there seems to be a water shortage for some damn reason. So, I, I walked past him. He like, he was going to get on the walkie-talkie. Over loss prevention and I done paid for my I was like, I don't give a fuck. Because my thing is, if you come stop me when I get to my truck about this water, you're going to get me my money back. Yeah, I'm going to return this this water. Here you go. So I I walked in my truck like whatever, whatever the fuck y'all want to do. And I put my shit in my truck and I drove out. But my thing is, why the fuck are you tackling me at the door? If you don't trust people to ring their own shit up, then take that shit out of the store and bring the goddamn clerks back. Bring the cashiers back and pay the fucking people. You taking jobs away from people right. to save money, but then you don't trust your customers. Right. And I get it. I know people who don't ring up everything in the self-checkout line. 
I, people, I know people that brag about the shit. I'm not finna do it. I don't care. Because I like my thing. freedom. Here's the thing. But if you don't trust your customers that much, right. bring your cashiers back. Yeah. And then I used to hate when I go to a cashier, motherfuckers see me leaving the line from a cashier and still want to stop me. Right. If you don't yeah. trust your goddamn cashiers, then close the fucking business. Right. Like, this shit is stupid. There is a cool store coming that I thought I'm never going to shop here. But I might. So, Amazon is going to have a grocery store where you scan, Lord help us. It's either you scan your wrist or whatever. With what? I don't know. Or you scan your phone or your credit card as you're going in. You pick up the stuff. There's cameras watching you. And when you leave, you don't have to check. They just charge you. Hmm. So, Walmart is going to make for that shit to happen because you got people alienating people. I'm already paying $6 of water. Yeah. And you got the nerve to stop me? Like, fuck you. And 99.9% of the people who are at this self-check are honest. There's cameras anyway. You know, it tell it can tell when you're not scanning something. Yeah. So, fuck you very much for trying to stop people at the door. Dude, I'm trying to go home. Because, like, again, Becky could come through and not scan nothing, and you're not going to stop her. But you see or, or like Takesha, the people, and it's a fucking problem? Like the Absolutely people, not. Yeah, yeah. Like the Absolutely people, Like the people that be on people, too, sometimes. Supposed to be watching the people doing the self-check. And it could be a white person, a black person, and a Mexican person, and they standing right by the black person watching them. Yeah. Or it could be two black, two white people, one black person, they standing in front of the black people. They lose their fucking mind when it's all black people over there. Right. They don't know who they the fuck They don't know to what watch. to do. But also, like, hey man, fuck what, you. what I've been telling Brother Rue and what we did today, I said, no, fuck that. We can go stand in line. See, what they banging on is you don't want to stand in line. And wait on a human. No, we can wait on this human. Because yeah. y'all motherfuckers trying to check my groceries anyway. Everybody, like I didn't pay for them. Everybody should go to these HEBs and all these other places. And not get and the self stop check. using the self-checks. Go to the actual human. I was a person. I was like, man, cool. Self-check. I'm smarter than the people you got checking me out. And I'm faster. And I like the way I put my groceries in my bag. Right. So I can do this shit myself. No. Nope. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm yeah. going to a person from now on. Everybody should stop using the self-checks. Fuck I the agree. self-checks. Fuck the self-checks because... You don't trust at me? At the point that you, you still questioning me, no. And if I had better options because the white people in H-E-B are mean and act like we ain't supposed to be there, so I tend not to go to H-E-B, if I had a better option, I wouldn't even fucking go to Walmart no more. Uh, Fiesta is too high and Kroger's is too fucking high. Right. The struggle is real in our city as far as like grocery stores. We tried a new one today and... I don't know that I would go there again. The oh, one the new Walmart. The, the, the other Walmart. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the prices was high. Yeah, and that's another thing. So we go to the Burbs, people. I mean, this is some real adult shit. Adult content. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, we usually drive 20, 15 miles to the Burbs to get our groceries because it's cheaper. Which is bananas as hell that you got to drive that far. But today, we did the crystal thing. I just wasn't about that life. I was like, let's stop in the city. Now, mind you, I want to live in this area that I'm talking about. Emphasis on city. Yeah, I want to live in the city. 
where they've gentrified it. You know, we driving down Yale Street. It's all kind of people jogging. And like, and I thought to myself, why can't we have this? The happiness that these people are getting, why can't we have it? As soon as I would try to move over here, it'd be a whole problem. People would be mad at us. Why? I, question for the whites that don't really fool with blacks like that. Why do y'all think that there are black people that don't want to? The people from the mountains of Caucasus. Yeah. Why do you think that I don't want to jog in my neighborhood safely? Like, why would you not think that? I'm just trying <laughs> Man, to figure it out. We went over there to this section of the heights that they And I said, fuck up. that guy for jogging. That shit was all safely. run down and shit. And now all of a sudden it's bike racks and eateries and yeah, wineries great and restaurants. places to sit outside. I want like, to go to a great restaurant. I want a wonderful park. And don't give me that shit that we don't take care of shit. Because you know we're not a monolith. So just like there are... Blacks tearing up stuff. There's whites tearing up stuff also. So it's just, I don't understand it. I just don't understand why as soon as two black people live in the area, even if they're dentists or doctors, everybody starts to move. Like, what the hell? It's not fair. This is yeah. just my random rant. I mean, there's people pushing babies around. And yeah. And bikes and shit. I want a bike. Mm, I like, like a bike. I own a bike. Cigar spots and shit, people sitting outside. But then as soon as we walk up, them niggas looking at us like, why are you here? Yeah, they look at us crazy. Niggas don't, don't frequent these parts anymore. What are you doing here? It's nigga? like, I know you see Law and Order and you think we all like that, but it's not true. But you know it's not true, though. And I'm telling you, it's. But just, it, but just you know get what? off on a weird tangent. Remember what we were talking about the other day? That my theory on Karens, that most of these Karens are actually. The people who voted for Joe Biden, the the liberals. Oh yeah, they California. are the ones that's wilding out on California's camera. California's supposed to be so liberal, but it's racist as fuck. Exactly, it's like yeah, New y'all, York is supposed to be. So we liberal. want rights for y'all, but over it's there, racist as fuck. Over there, y'all can yeah, have yeah. those rights. Yeah, they can have their rights. We, you niggas can have your rights. Just, just over there, amongst yourselves, right. until you do too good, and then we are gonna burn your shit down. Yeah, yeah, that part. Or we gonna steal it from you. Right. That one. I mean, it's sad, but I think about that often because Brother Ru and I are looking for another house, and I'm just like, do I really want to live in a predominantly white neighborhood where I'm me, a blurred, the nerdiest person you know is going to be looked at like a criminal? Yeah, so that's the hard part about our life. It's like, I'm, I'm hood, from the hood, ghetto, all that shit, but I don't care myself that way. I know how to get down when I need to. I don't care. That's like, I don't like that shit. Why should I have to be that way? So for us, we try to live peaceful, productive lives, trying to teach our son the right way to be, you know, a productive, honest person with some hustle, some motivation, God-fearing and all that. But you got some people that are just ignorant, like our neighbors. Yeah. And it's like, at this point, before I kill somebody, <laughs> before I got to go to jail for be, whoop, whooping somebody else. Before I your car. Oh, yeah. Before, because these niggas like to block niggas' driveways, park in front of your house every day like it's a parking lot. We got one group of neighbors. 
It's like three or four families that live in that house, but they look down on us because they got escalators and Lexuses and, and shit. First of all, like, it's a 2003 Escalade, so like, motherfucker, if it was four families living in my house, I'd have a fucking Range Rover, bitch. Thank you, and I would but me and my not wife be living here. Pay for our shit ourselves. They want to be all in people's yards and all in people's sides. Of people. And I know the street ain't technically mine, but goddamn, I got to see home, you gotta every day. I got to fucking maneuver my goddamn truck out my driveway and try not to hit your shit because you need to park by my house, in front of my house, or on the side of my shit while I park at. Right. So, I've been thinking about a high-rise because at least it's a parking garage. Yeah, I'm just like, and yo. But my thing, but right? shit, we be getting motherfuckers towed and shit all the goddamn time because even if we had a sign parking, motherfuckers would be trying to park it. We need acres. We need a half acre to, to an acre and a half or something Well. Motherfuckers at worst can be out on the street and we don't give a fuck about them. Right, because they don't affect us. Like, in the current neighborhood that we're living, and this is a good segue into my, you know, city living versus country living. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like right now, we know everything was going on with everybody. We know who's having a party. We know who's having a... Yeah, we we happen to live on the street annoying. where everybody seems to be the only people in their family. With the house. And our houses aren't big, so are we, this is sad to me. Or they got the party house or some shit. And it's just like every time it's a holiday or something, everybody comes to their house. And it's like, wonderful. So you know we live on a no-outlet street, and now 30 cars are going to be coming through here, and no one's going to be able to come through here. And that's what we have to anticipate for holidays. So, Brother Roy and I have been looking and thinking about getting another house. And so, that's that's why I wanted to bring up that topic, Blur. It's like, I really want to just get land. But I know that there are pros and cons to that. Because then am I going to have a septic tank? Am I going to be city water? Shit. Like, it just depends, though. It You know, it's not all made equal. I don't want equal. a septic tank. I, I don't want a septic I tank. I shouldn't I have to go live in the woods for people to leave me the hell alone, either. <laughs> like, this is bizarre. It's bananas. Because then, when you live in the woods, then now you got to have 10 ARs. Tucked everywhere because Cameras you live in the drones. middle of nowhere. Cameras and drones on full alert all times and shit because people crazy nowadays. Right. It's it's I, I I so city living is a faster pace, country living is a slower pace to me. I get it. I always thought we was gonna move to your hometown when we got older. <laughs> to be honest with you, my wife yeah, is absolutely from not. the Quincy, Louisiana. Shout out to the Quincy, Louisiana. Shout out to the Quincy, but I'm not. It's I a, don't think to I me it's a slower. There. It's a slower pace. No, too many. A lot of the people are nicer and stuff and friendly, except for the white people. No, they're um, they're to nice too. You, it's segregated, so y'all can say that nice shit all y'all want to, but uh, right. We went to a goddamn graduation and these motherfuckers was damn near segregated. Until I got to that motherfucker. And I was like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face, I'm going to knock your... Dude, so we went to a graduation. I don't know if I told this graduation story on here party. again. Yeah. No, we went to the graduation. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if I told this story on here, but if I did, y'all get to hear it again. We went to the graduation for a cousin. We get up there. It's a whole section where like 20 people can sit. Mm-hmm. But it was a white family... That was apparently holding the space. Which you're not supposed to do. That you're not supposed They told us you can't hold spots. If so they're not I here, tell, they're not here. I tell my mother-in-law and, and Letitia and my son, I'm like, hey, well, we can sit right here. The dude was like, well, or, or, or somebody sitting here. I say, well, if they come, I'll get up. 
And they was all like, nah, George, come. Uh, Brother Rue, come this way. Oh, fuck it. I said, George, that's my name. <laughs> this is Brother Rue, come, come now. We we got spots over here. I said, hey, man. Uh, I looked at the spots, and I was like, well, these spots better. So if somebody come, I get up. And all the white people in the section was just looking at me, and I'm looking at them back like, I went over, I was what the fuck you want to do? We can fight. Not full Worst you can do is whoop my ass. So what? What y'all, what we doing? So I sat there. And then finally, you know, everybody want to come get me like, George, come on, let's go. We ahead. didn't want to sit by them and anyway. We don't, we don't, we don't want to sit over here. They don't really want us over here. I was like, I don't give a fuck what they want. And I'm looking at all of them as I talk. And then we go to a, a party afterwards. Yeah, the graduation You got the party. white party and the black party. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? So the thing that ki- that kills me is when we go into the stores, the white people expect the black people to move out the way and let them pass. Yeah, it's like the old adage about the sidewalk. They you supposed to move off the sidewalk. And I be trying to run these motherfuckers over. <laughs> and my wife get mad at me. And she be like, why do you do that? And it's like, because these motherfuckers expect me to move out of their way. To let them pass. And I be trying to hit them with elbow, forearm, and any fucking thing Why I can. Why they like that, though? Hey, man, you got to talk to the people in your city. So, we get to the party. It's white, one side, black, the other side. Uh-uh, it wasn't no white people at that party. They was at a whole other party. Yeah, I'm so yeah. saying. There was the white party and the black party. Yeah, like a whole other building. But I don't even think that was a fucking uh, graduation party. It was like a bar. It was like, yeah. Which this, they get to have bars, we don't. This white man no come outside and say, what y'all doing here? Yeah. Oh, y'all supposed to be here. Yeah. And we all like, man, who the fuck are you talking to? And he was like, I'm talking to you, boy. And the dude's <laughs> like, man, I will whoop your motherfucking ass. In 2000 something. So the people, people come outside talking about, hey, don't talk to him like that. It's like, bitch, fuck you too. So then my auntie come outside. She, she knew the guy. She trying to smooth the shit over. He's still talking shit. So the dude he talked to, he said, man, I will knock your bitch ass out if you come over here. So the dude walked, what'd you say to me, boy? He got his ass knocked the fuck yes. out. Yeah, I missed this. And we started, we started moving motherfuckers around. It's like, yeah, they talk about we going to call the police, call them. And this is why I won't live there. Because they think that. So we're listening. I'm not doing that's that. That's the reason why. Once I'm I went through that, that shit, I was like, I can't, I can't live there for that reason. And because if there was ever a me- medical emergency, the closest you hospital get life is in what Sofa or yeah, Lake Charles. Lake Charles, but I mean, if that's you have a hour, trauma, that's an hour depends. drive or something, though, right? Thirty minutes. Yeah. So that's thirty minutes, and I'm having a heart attack, or trauma, I don't have a seizure or something, any trauma. So it's too far for serious medical attention. So I was like, I, I can't move but to a small thing. town it's, like that. The, the small towns, they feel like it's so weird though. They think that it's calmer, but it's really not because you know everybody. So it's, the stakes are higher for everything. So you can't even drive down the street without ten people knowing you driving down the street. And what you in? So what you in? Oh, you can't keep a secret. Oh, because that same time they had a graduation party for the graduates at like a park or something. And while everybody was at the party, people houses got broken into. Yes. Yup. So that's that's the long and short of it. When and everybody's your cousin, so that's hard. Like <laughs> how do you how do you how does my procreate. son procreate safely when everybody's your cousin? 
So for me, I don't understand. I have cousins who hey, think well, that that's the move. The Alabama rule is if there. it ain't your first cousin, it don't count. But these people, <laughs> most of these people are your first cousin. And so I just don't know how you never Man, my first that. time going to the Quincy without experiencing the, the segregation piece of it, I was like, man, I could live here. It's, it's, it was cool. Because but, we were in the black part. But certain so things. So it was all love. Certain things happened to people. And right. when it came to the medical stuff and all that, I was like, nah. If I wanted to move, I wanted to retire down there. And I was like, shit, as an old man, I couldn't stay there because if I needed some kind of medical thing, I couldn't get it. So if they built like a hospital or something down there. They I'm, have a hospital. If they build a hospital that can handle trauma, as you said. Yeah, trauma. I know what? Because you know there's a difference in hospital. Even Houston has trauma hospitals. I know. Bentop, people look down on Bentop, but Bentop is one of the best trauma hospitals. If you get shot or something, that's why you want to no. go. So, But um, that's what I'm saying. I'm, that's why I'm saying if they build a hospital or they convert that hospital to the way it can deal with real traumas. And not just somebody. Just a cough and a cold. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have no problem moving there. But because they can't deal with serious issues, I can't do it. I will say this. The upside of the country is it's beautiful. Like, my aunt has land. It's beautiful. Yeah. When I go there, I don't have so much anxiety now. I will say it does end up coming back because when it gets dark there, it's dark. <laughs> it's woods. Yeah. It's Jason Voorhees. It's Michael Myers. It's all those things. It's possible. All those scary it's, movies that she know. called them cold love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I remember being young and like even just going like my grandfather's house was next door to my aunt's house. And they would be like, go across there. That's a long way when Michael hey, Myers might be hey, waiting on you. Hey, my <laughs> wife ain't painting the picture for y'all. Those houses are like six feet apart, maybe. No, it's, it's long enough for you to be scared when you run into okay, them. Okay. At night. I, I, they about 10 feet. Well, because the door is here and then you got to go all the way around. Michael Myers can catch you right there. But but and then, uh, <laughs> but that's my point. The no, Those doors are no more than 10 feet apart. She can say what she wants. I love them. Those doors are no more than 10 feet apart, but there are no lights out there. There's no uh, there's no uh, street lights or nothing in the yeah. section that you're talking about. Even if, with the porch light, once you move about two out feet the dark, from the uh, Michael house, Mines is like, Hi. there's nothing but pitch black. Jason's there. I'm a grown-ass man in my 20s going yeah. from one house to the other, and I was felt the need to run. Yes. Because I was like, God damn, it's dark back here. It gets dark quick. It I'm like, what the, very quickly. I'm like, what the, you need you borderline want a flashlight. I was like, like hey, this. man, hold on. I needed to go. My mom waits like until the last minute to get stuff out of the car. I get before dark. I will get it. All of my things that I'm bringing in the house out of the car. She's like, I need to go outside. I'm like, you on your own. I'm gonna just hit that lock and you go <laughs> on. Be blessed out there because uh, I mean, I, I, now I, where they live is a pushed back so that's yeah. even worse and the neighbors you can see the neighbors but they are far like yeah. if some shit went down you have to sprint yeah you got <laughs> to, to the neighbors you gotta y'all to the neighbor's house ain't yeah. no walk if you walk you dead yeah and it's so wide open of a spot if the motherfucker that's after you got a fucking uh aim he got you yeah ain't shit to hide behind ain't no bushes or nothing it's a straight shot 
And you better zigzag that motherfucker because yeah. if you run a straight line, they going to get you. So, yeah, that's but, always my anxiety. I'm telling like. you, though, but the city itself, when you find the right places to be, I love it. I like going down there. You know, it's not fast-paced when you want to chill and all that stuff. You do got to go, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. I don't like the road you got to travel to get to the clubs and stuff. Yeah, because like, if you I can't gotta be drink, drunk on that road. If I, mean, I got to drink, I'd have been dead already because there's no way God rest. God bless the people who have yeah. passed from having a And there has been many. But I, they you know, call it dead man's curse. Yeah, I wouldn't have made it. But just if living, it's raining and dark, forget about it. Yeah. Forget it. So that's so they need a club down there. They need a trauma unit hospital. They need a Starbucks. They need a Starbucks and a, a Walmart. movie theater. As much as I complain about Walmart, we need an H E B or a Walmart and that motherfucker. Yeah. And then I'm there. Then I would go. I'm there. Right I would here. I would have moved yes I would have moved when we got married down at Quincy but that that's that's what kept me from moving down there. Yeah, it is nice though, and I think again the whole experience is most of the people are our family. Uh, we have some sad times there because sadly because I'm from a small town, a lot of the time I'm going down there is for a funeral, but. You know, there's also happy times, and I'm happy to see my cousins every time I see them. They're on every block. I can't go <laughs> two seconds without seeing Dude, anybody. So, look, real quick. <laughs> I'm cut you off. I'm sorry. I got to apologize. Because I got on her by being the Brandon Marshall on the last episode. Now I'm being Brandon Marshall. But <laughs> she be having these cousins. And, you know, there's cousins and there's cousins. Oh, my God. There's cousins. But all of them cousins. are like her cousins. Like, there's cousin and there's hey, cousin, cousin, cousin. So, cousins is just people you call cousin. Cousin, cousin's a real cousin. So, most of the people are her cousin, cousins. Bobby, like, who is that? Oh, that's my cousin. I was like, well, who is he for, though? Oh, that's this cousin, this relative, this. I was like, oh, okay, because you got the people that's friends, but you call them cousins. It's like, this nigga's a little too happy to see you. Like, I'm going to have to slide this guy back up. And it's like everybody likes my wife because she was like one of a kind down there or something. So she was like, I the was catch. from the big city. So she was like to the catch them. that got away or something down there. So <laughs> I'm just like feel the vibe sometime on some of these guys. Like who's he and why is he with her? And I'm like, look, I know how to fight. You might whoop my ass if you big enough and strong enough, but the rest of y'all gonna get this work. I remember we was at the graduation party. Here we go. And we was dancing. And this dude, you know how your girl turned around, she, she she dropping it on you backwards? This dude come walking in the front of her and start dancing. I politely slid her to the side. I don't even remember I was like, this. hey, man. I started dancing with the dude. Pause. He was like, you going to stop dancing? I was like, well, fuck. You like you want to dance with somebody, nigga? What the fuck you think you doing? I don't even Oh, remember. man, I didn't know it was like that. I was like, well, you know it's like that. Now, nah, if you don't get your bitch ass out of here, you're going to feel what it's like. I don't remember this. You can tell me later. Uh, at that same party with the segregated party, remember the there dude? There was too much going oh, on. Oh, yeah, it was a lot going on that night. Yeah, I was about it's to just, a, but that's the just walked up. I'm, every I'm, event, I'm dancing with my wife, and you think you're going to just come get the other side. That's the thing about the country. Every event is sensory overload. And then they had the lights off and shit. I'm like, what? You they remember? were teenagers. Like, hey, we were the chaperones. He was about to get his teenage ass knocked out. No, I don't know what he was, but oh, we were oh, the chaperones. You saw how she acted like she didn't remember this shit. Now she was like, oh, no, he was couldn't have been a... A teenager, he, oh. how, he, how would he know who I am? Oh, well, he was about to find out who I was. Anyway. And listen, people, I talk all this fighting stuff. I used to like to fight. Mm. I probably could still fight. Could but I was still? a fighter. 
I I throw Once hands. Once you get I didn't older, because so, I had a neighbor, no I had a neighbor, mm-hmm. and his cousin or uncle, whoever the fuck he was, tried to say I was a square because I didn't like guns. And I'm like, no, just um, my era, we could fight. I didn't right. need a gun because I could fight. Right. Cowards need guns to me because you. Got, I agree. We and I told him. I told him. I say no. For me, cowards need guns because I knew how to fight. So if it was gonna be a fight, either I was gonna win, I was gonna lose, but. Somebody would break Here's it up. Here's the problem. Just Cowards be, needed guns because they Just because you fight. own a gun doesn't mean you should love it. Yeah, this motherfucker had a... This motherfucker had like seven guns in a fucking but Chevy you, truck. if you're not Billy the Kid, fool, you're like, not going to get to him. You can't throw one single punch. you just going to all bullet time. So, hmm. that's the shit that just like, man, I ain't listening to you. But in the country, that's what they love. I'm a square because I didn't want a gun because I like to fight. In Whatever. the country, that's what they love. They love... They were in the city too, hell. Both places love their guns, especially in the South. So, you wouldn't move from the city to the country, but you would move from the country to the so city? So, at this point in my life, I do like going to basketball games, football games. Unfortunately, the Rockets suck ass, so do the Texans. But eventually, I would like to go. I like the things that the city has to offer. Like, I can go to the gallery if I want to. I can go. So, right now, no. I would not move to the country. Now, am I looking for a piece of, hopefully I can get the best of both worlds, find me some acreage close to the, close enough to the city. I don't want to live so far out, you know? Mm. Like, there's a lot of beautiful places in Texas where we can live, like in Houston, greater Houston area, that are 30 miles out of the city. I don't like living that far out of the city. I really like being in the middle of it, you know, the less traffic. I mean, so you ain't trying to be like Pearland or I don't Man- want to it, uh, Manville, Manville or Fresno. It's all beautiful out there, but who wants to drive that far to work? So you know, yeah, it's rough. But yeah, speaking of, <laughs> since you talked about guns, um. Like, let's talk about the house of Gucci. What did you think real quick? So, <laughs> how the fuck you ain't in the family? You marry a motherfucker. <laughs> and then you try to take over the family. Yeah. And then they made that dude look like a lame because you a millionaire, billionaire playboy. Right. And that's the first piece you got? Right. It was overtook weird. You? But see, I want to know, we never looked up who's... Vantage point it was. A lot of the story feels like it was told through her eyes. So of course she's gonna say, "Oh, he he didn't even know how to talk to girls." Well, that's not I'm good. the one who approached him. That's not good because she made herself look horrible. Well, she made herself look horrible, but they left out some shit. So apparently, and look it up, it's true. This lady had brain surgery. And she even used that. Um, is that why she was crazy? As they used that as her defense mm. as to what happened with the murder. Is that she had a brain problem and that could have been attributed to it. And I just think it's crazy. Like, isn't she uh, eligible to get out soon? I feel bad for the family though, cause like her daughter, like they have a uh, daughter. If I'm not mistaken, she out already. I was my bad. I was trying to look and see, but if I'm not mistaken, she's out already. 
Yeah, that that movie was good. It was if you she like wasn't true in jail crime. Long if she was in jail. You know, she was in jail for what, 20, 25? I mean, I say not that long, but she she, she was a conspiracy. But she she did not pull the trigger on uh She was the mastermind. Well really the tarot lady was the mastermind. Technically. She cause she's the one who like it's one thing to say that you wanna kill somebody, but it's another thing to do the legwork, find somebody, come up with a plan. Figure out where the person is going to be. And I don't feel like uh, the wife had anything to do with that. Any of that planning. I think Lady Gaga did a good job. I think Jared yeah, she Leto. Out, she's been out of jail since 2016. Ooh. She did 18 years in jail. So I wonder if she's the one who wrote the story. Like wrote a book. So that she could capitalize off it. What, what was her husband's name? I forgot his name. Uh, his name was Maurizio Gucci. Maurizio Gucci. His name was Maurizio Gucci. Who was murdered. Um, that was crazy. That was crazy. I mean, it was a good story, though. It's a long movie, but I think it's worth it. I mean, if you really want to know what happened. I remember my mom talking about a Gucci murder. Because, like, when Versace was killed... It was kind of like the same thing. And I think she even slipped and said Gucci. And I said, no, you mean Versace. But I didn't even realize until recently that Mauricio, Mauricio Gucci was murdered. Yeah, same. The same way. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she was crazy. She got that man killed just because he wanted a divorce. And she didn't want her alimony checks because he was going to get remarried. To go from like one point six million to eight mil eight hundred thousand, so she didn't want her alimony cut in half because she said eight hundred thousand dollars a month was beneath her. Well, but the problem is she did not come from meager beginnings. But you know there was her family, and then there was the Gucci family. Right. So Patrizia, uh, what's her last name? Rizziani. I I don't know, but anyway. R- Rigiani. Well, Reggiani. Yeah, yeah she, she was on that Reggie. <laughs> they had a little bit, a little Reggiani, bit of money, I, but again, it wasn't on Gucci level. Man, but, my wife was jealous who was watching the movie because when she went around the uncle played by uh, Al Pacino. Hoorah. She was at the store and he was like, you can have anything in the store you want. So she was getting the shit for free, but they're complaining about the bootleggers and shit. Yes, like, that was interesting. They spoke on the bootlegging in the movie. I thought they had an interesting take on it. You know, basically, if they want to believe they bought a Gucci, let them believe it. Yeah. It's about a, a, a state of mind. And I was like... That's interesting. I wouldn't think that they would be happy with that. But now I can understand why bootleggers, you know, that's not totally illegal to counterfeit bags as long as you're not passing them off as the real thing. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I like the movie. My wife act like I only want to watch comic book movies and shit. But I like a movie with a good story. That, that was a was, good story. We had a good story, good acting. I don't understand why people was hating on uh, the Joker guy. Jared uh, Leto. Jared Leto. I thought that he did a fucking hilarious and amazing job of playing the cousin. Oh, my that God. That shit was fucking hilarious. 
But my problem is they made the cousin seem like a fucking retard. But I think they had um, to do that. Because if they made him seem like a mastermind, maniacal person, then he's a suspect as well. Uh, I guess. Because it was I like guess, real cutthroat in the Gucci family. It was weird because the one I don't one think it was cutthroat. The, the, uh, I don't think Aldo and Rodolfo, Aldo being Al Pacino's uh, character and Rodolfo being... Jeremy Irons character. So Adolfo is the uncle mm-hmm. and Rodolfo is the the dad. Yeah. But I don't think uh Paolo, who Jared Leto played, I, I I they made him seem like he was uh had Down syndrome or something. Nah, they just made him seem like he was a rich, spoiled, goofy kid. At at least at at least they made him seem like he was gullible and like childlike. Like just the well, doofus. Well, his daddy spoiled him, though. But he was the one that came up with the double G. Yeah. He actually, they made it seem like he never was a, a, a good designer, a designer for Gucci at all. Yeah. When he designed some of their best shit. Yeah, but that's the so thing so like they about downplayed a him. Yeah. They downplayed him when he was better than. But think about it. Who would have more but, to gain by that? His her. Uh, her. She would have well, more to gain by Geraldito, it. Jared Leto played the shit out of that character. And I don't understand the hate that I saw. Yeah, he and was some, amazing. So that just told me that I need to be a film critic. Because if these motherfuckers are renowned film critics hating on the way it's he played that character. It's all about agenda. Like, what the fuck were y'all watching? When they criticize these films, it's all agenda. I used to trust Rotten Tomatoes, okay? I relied on Rotten Tomatoes. But I feel like now they can be bought. So it's yeah. like half but of the I, things that the audience likes, people who are film critics are not going to look at a film the way that a a gen pop regular person who just wants to be entertained does. Did I go in the house of Gucci thinking it was 100% accurate? No. Because I actually got to listen to a podcast about the actual story beforehand so I kind of cheated and and read up on it just to see how accurate the movie was and they did a damn good job they only hey. left out one hey. little part hey. hey shout out to Selma Hayek cause yeah. her husband owns the shit now yeah so hey she double dipped on this she double dipped and it's kind of cool because that movie probably brought Gucci some you know, press. She's married to the CEO of Carry, the Caring Company, Caring Brand. They got Saint Laurent, Balenciaga, Alexander McQueen, and Gucci. Mm. <laughs> so she she can walk into the Gucci store. And get in. She probably the reason why they was able to get all that Gucci for the movies. I know. Oh, the vintage pieces. Oh my God, it it was great. Like just to see the fashion in the movie and how they used it. That was cool. Yeah, hey, Lady Gaga. I wasn't. I wasn't a Gucci person, even with the Dapper Dan thing, because of the prices and shit. Because you know, up until this point, the most expensive pair of tennis shoes I bought had been two fifty, but then I fucked that up. Yeah. Anyway. But <laughs> um, yeah, that got fucked up. But they got this dress that she had on in there. That was a Gucci printed dress. Mm. I was like, man, I need to find that for my wife because that shit. It's dope as fuck. Yeah, but I bet it's nice $5,000, $10,000. And the way my bank account set up, I got a chicken and a saving. Right. And it might Just be that much money in there. But, you know, uh, 
if I'm gonna buy stock, it's gonna be in the caring group. Not That's what I'm Gucci. saying. That's so, my point. Yeah, I'm like shit. So, yeah, that movie was good though. I see. I, I wanted to go see that movie because my wife be like, you 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 jump to go see the movies you want to see, but when I want to see a movie, I'm like, look, I want to go see a movie. I'm not gonna stop until I go see it. You'll find 500,272 different things to do. I almost didn't see House of Gucci. Before we go see it. So and I, he showed me the running time, and I almost said, you know hey, what? She was so, I know my wife. I love my wife, so I know my wife. It was Friday night, and she was like, let's go see House of Gucci. I was like, all right, hold on a second. So I pulled up the running time, and it said two hours and 38 minutes. And she was like, you know what? You love me, don't you? You know who I you am. You know me because you I get me. out from this good white folks job and Dang. get home at six o'clock and I don't want. Because what movie did we go see? To uh, see. And he was like, "Man, this runtime is just ridiculous." I forgot, but we've gone to Friday night long movies. We saw Joker. We saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I almost died both times because that's <laughs> a very long time to sit in the movie theater oh, after you sit all day. What's the last movie we saw? Before, before House of Gucci? Yeah. It was something we went and saw. And my wife was like, Venom? Because yeah, Venom, Venom was kind of long. And I was like, okay. It guys. was a movie you considered long for nothing. Oh, yeah. The Eternals. Yeah. My was Eternal. She was like, The Eternals. A good 30, 45 minutes of this movie. She was like, A good 30 to 45 minutes of that movie, they could have done without. Well, and then we got to wait for the end scene credits that you could have put. In the movie. Yeah. It's like, look here, y'all. I'm tired. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now, I will say this. When I was watching House of Gucci, my whole heart was so full because I love murder, true crime. So, it was tolerable. I love Lady Gaga. I love Jerry Leto. I love Ralph Pacino. So, the story was so good, I was hooked. Then what's who played Mauricio? He is the bomb too. Uh, Adam Driver. Yes, uh, <laughs> I love him. Star Wars. I love him. They did Kylo very Ren. good. What you mean? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I forgot his name for a second, but they did so good with the casting. As far as Adam Driver, those Gucci clothes that he was wearing, it was like he was born for that shit. When he, I was like, look at these Gucci belts. Look at these shoes. I was losing my mind. So that was a two-hour, 68 minutes I could deal with. Eternals, stuff like that, where you got to develop your characters and stuff. I don't have time for that. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. I'm sorry. I'm watching this game, and I don't care oh, for Green shit. Bay very much, so... I really want to just score the touchdown. It's 23-14 with one minute and 32 seconds of the game. Sunday night football. No, second quarter. I know. I mean, second quarter. I'm sorry. And a half is what I yeah. meant to say. But, um, yeah, yeah, because Green Bay's going to turn it on and they're going to win. But, anyway, that's a good segue into football. Um, Do you have anything about, to say about the Texans? They're doing what I want them to do. Lose. They're not even losing, But right. then again... They gonna lose and get a high pick. What the fuck are they gonna do with it? I hate the goddamn Texans. I'm upset I like, because I wanted to see the Seahawks today, and Brother Rude didn't want to go to the game. That's not true. What I said was, I'm not paying thirteen dollars for the nosebleed. Thirteen dollars, guys. I'm but I can pay a hundred dollars a ticket and sit better. 
Sounds great. Either way, we should have went to the game today. Because I could not see my Cowboys play because the Texans game was on. Now, the Texans have been tanking like it's an agreed thing that we all know is happening. Why am I forced to watch the Texans? Like, why can't we switch to another game, a better game, when this is happening? So, I just had to watch the score of my game, and that's how I had to deal with it. Well, I don't disagree with you because when the team sucks like they do, um, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't have to watch the games like that. We should be able to um, switch, watch the game that's gonna be the better game. It's like basketball; they know the team suck. Right. So they black out the game or they just show something totally different. Yeah. They should have played that goddamn Cowboys Washington game. Right, cuz you everybody you was talking think, about You it. didn't think the Reds, the uh, the Chiefs was going to beat the shit out the Raiders like they did, but that was an okay game to have. Why yeah. the fuck are the Texans still on television? Why the right Texans now? like it's Once an the team starts sucking and I get it. Tanking. We, we're in the market, so I get it. I only watch the Texans games nowadays to make sure these motherfuckers is actually losing. Like they're supposed <laughs> I know, to. Because they so, can't even do that right That sometime. shit is the only thing that makes me mad about it. It's like, hey, yeah, I want to make sure that these motherfuckers is not actually trying to win the game. Now, <laughs> we got all these players on our team. And it you, you want to know what pisses me off. You want to know. You know, my son said that shit. <laughs> on the, uh, he had one of those tablets for kids. <laughs> and we was going through how we was looking at the videos. And in the we video, were in the car. Yeah, it was, you want to know what pisses me he off. He heard up and deleted And that. he heard up and grabbed <laughs> the damn thing and deleted it. I was like, wait, I want to know what pissed you what off. What pisses you off? So we never found out what pissed him off at that time. A little bad motherfucker. So, but... That shit, what pisses me off is I don't know what's going to happen with the team because Casario, this is, is going to be. Is this the chaplain? No, that's, that, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's Jack Easterby, bitch ass. No, I ain't talking about that the GM. pussy ass. You talking about the GM. I'm talking about the GM, Nick yeah. Casario. This is going to be his first draft with, with, uh, at, with, uh, uh, What's the what's are you ah, fuck? I used the to call coach. no. I used to call him uh, the character from The Hangover, the uh, uh, Fat Jesus, uh, Allen. This is gonna be his first <laughs> uh, season with Allen as the owner of the team oh, and no, him as the GM. Going, oh, that's terrible. And fucking uh, Jack used to be as uh, so. I, I'm in this. I was in this group. I'm in oh, the group still. Oh my god! Yeah. And I made we a joke. We talking about this? You got kicked out? No. This is a different joke. It's okay. a different group. Oh my I'm in like four Texas groups. So in this group, uh, and shout out to them because they didn't kick me out the group. Texans stuff talk. Uh, I made a joke. This is ridiculous. And in the window about maybe Jack used to be sleeping with the uh, mama. And uh, oh, that's terrible. And too uh, soon. Not you too. And uh, the maybe, lady's elderly. Maybe Cal McNair sleeping with uh, uh, Casario. Because it's like, why the fuck did they have to have these people? But what the fuck kind of draft are we going to have? Can Casario draft? He ain't it, do shit in free agency. I got but a get question. a bunch of people Isn't that Isn't he would, the one that was working with the Patriots? Yeah. So they think that he's all but, knowing. But Bill Belichick the is the fucking GM. Right. Bill Belichick is the, is, the, is the end of the line. Yeah. So 
that if you shit, don't have Bill Belichick, then none of that matters. Yeah, so I'm just like, what are we gonna get out of this motherfucker? So I was just like, man, I don't know, man. Are we gonna be able to build a team? Are we gonna be able to get free agents? Are we gonna be able to um, to grow? And because I feel like right now with the Texans, two three years. Maybe we'll have a team that can compete like uh, J.J. Watt and them. And I hate to say his name first, but like uh, DeAndre Hopkins and J- Davion Clowney and them did, even before they got uh, Deshaun Watson. Maybe we'll have a team that can compete and win the division and maybe get further than fucking the division around in the playoffs. I don't know. But we've never got to a conference finals in this motherfucker. We never got, I mean, we never got to the AFC Championship game in this motherfucker. I said conference finals like it's basketball. We never got to the <laughs> AFC Championship game. Well, I understand. But everybody else in our division has gotten to the AFC Championship game but us. And I think everybody but the Jaguars has got to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, Jaguars yeah, no got offense. to the Super Bowl. Did they? They didn't make it to the Super Bowl that year. They I lost to the they Chiefs. Did. No, the Panthers got to the Super Bowl. The Panthers got to the Super Bowl as a as a new team. I think the Jack the Jaguars closest they got was with Jalen Ramsey and them, but they lost to the uh, Patriots. So I think it was the Patriots, maybe it was the Chiefs. Anyway, between the AFC they Championship game and the Super Bowl, everybody's got to one of them motherfuckers but the Texans. And well, we had a coach and GM that didn't even want to be on the fucking team anymore. Yeah, that would that just was sabotage crazy. the shit. He was which tanking. Explains that's crazy. why, and that's funny. Because my thing is, can we give the Cardinals what we got for the uh, for uh, DeAndre Hopkins? No, they're gonna want a first round pick, but we didn't get a fucking first round pick. My wife just threw a pen at me because the Green Bay Packers won. Or she threw a pen and it bounced off the table to hit me because the Green Bay Packers scored, scored a touchdown. They, they didn't scored. win. Scored a touchdown. Even with here's the score, the thing. The I don't have a problem with Green Bay Packers. Yes, she do. I have a problem with the fact that. Des caught it. He did. Did he? And they say he didn't. Now, go and admit that Des caught it. Y'all went on to win the game. What are you gaining by lying about Des catching the ball? Well, he didn't catch it, they say. Hmm. Of course, they're going to say that because then it would seem like. So, that's how you know they kind of sus. They be cheating because it's like, why wouldn't you just admit it? Anybody else would have just admitted it. Well, there's no skin off your back to just admit it. Listen, my Texans trash. Nobody should be going. Cowboys to these games. trash. No, the Cowboys actually good. Cowboys need Cowboys, some help. Cowboys might not be we a Super Bowl team. Gave but up they are, 27 uh, points in the second half today. 27. They gave up 20. 20 points in the second half. That's a problem. Moving forward down the stretch in December, early January, you can't do shit like that. Playoffs is one and done. Playoffs? It's one and done. You're talking about You cannot risk it. You can't. We are still number one. We would have the first round bye. I don't think that the first round bye will help us, You think y'all can beat the Packers? No. think y'all can beat the Buccaneers? Hell no. So this is this is the problem. Because I'm not confident that we can beat Tommy or uh Aaron Rodgers, this is why we need to stay at the drawing board. Zeke is trying to get healthy. Cause I feel like you play one of them. 
to get to the Super Bowl eventually. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, this is why we need Green Bay to lose, too, because the better they are, the more home field advantage they would have in the situation. So we don't need that. We need Green Bay to always lose. Always go against Green Bay. Sorry, Green Bay fans. But it's nothing personal. I just think that in my lifetime of a window, this is the closest we're going to get again to winning. I can't let Dak stop us. Do you think y'all can beat the Cardinals? Mm, well, we haven't played the Cardinals yet, so let me knock on wood. I'm not going to say. Oh, y'all play them next week? Yeah. Rams. I, I don't know. I feel like so. So the top five in the NFC is the Cardinals, the Buccaneers, the Pack, the Packers, y'all, and the Rams. I see y'all beating the Forty ers Washington, Vikings, Eagles. Well, Falcons. we beat Washington today, but barely. I, I think y'all gonna be tough beats, tough outs. We'll find out with the Cardinals, Cardinals, Buccaneers, Packers. I think y'all can beat the Rams because they just dysfunctional. We just, but the Rams with the team at full health, yeah. if they can get Matthew Stafford to do what he's supposed to do, they're going to be a tough guy. But that's y'all. my problem. So we don't need no more COVID bullshit. We don't need any of those distractions, Jerry, talking about blaming receivers. You think you're lucky stars that we have the receivers they have. Dad got to do what he got to do, and he has to bear the brunt. Of whatever happens, he has to take responsibility. That's the point. That's the that's what sets Aaron Rodgers apart apart from him. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be able to take that team on your back responsibility. And our defense bails us out a lot as far as scoring. But they don't need to be focusing on scoring. They need to be focused on defending because that's why we gave up 20 points today to the Redskins. Because we got the defense got to run the ball. They got to scoop and score. They got to fucking get interceptions because Dak can only give us one good touchdown a game. That's unacceptable moving forward down the stretch. It's not going to work. Am I happy that they won today? Yes. But it's the anxiety that I had going into the game that that was going to happen, that they were going to give up all those points. When you get to the big boys, the Green Bays and shit in the Tampa Bays, you can't give up 20 points, boo. That's going to make or break your game. So, yeah, well, shit, y'all almost knocked the uh, Redskins. Y'all almost knocked the Washington football team out of the playoffs today uh, with y'all with that loss. So, they kind of close. It's funny. Yeah, but they were the seven seed in the, themselves. The, the Redskins seven, the seventh seed in the NFC is six and seven. The seventh seed in the AFC is uh, seven and four, seven and six. Yep. So it's like uh, AFC got some harder competition. But then the other question is, or the other thing is, the uh, the who's gonna finish strong question. And who's gonna but, finish strong? So, in the first round, it'd be the Titans. If they everything stop right now, it'd be the Titans versus the Bills. Uh, Titans Bills? Huh? I would probably pick the Bills since they don't yeah. have Derrick Henry and Julio and AJ and all that. The Bills almost beat Tampa Bay today. They pushed it to overtime. Then it'd be the Chiefs versus the Colts. I'd pick the Chiefs. 
And it'd be the Ravens and Chargers if uh, Lamar Jackson don't come back and I'm picking the Chargers. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And the AFC, in the NFC, y'all no longer have the number one spot. Y'all had it for a while, but now it's the Cardinals. Mm. So that means the Buccaneers will play the Washington football team. I'd pick the Buccaneers. Of course. The Packers would play the 49ers. Ooh, that would be a good one. I don't know if that's opening show for Green Bay. I picked the Packers, but I think it'd be close. And y'all would get the Rams. Do you know Chicago is winning right now? Chicago. Chicago, I need you. They only about three with... Chicago, I need you. With nothing left in the second quarter or six seconds, but I don't think they're in field goal right We need that game. So you heard me? Y'all That's would play pivotal. The, y'all yeah. play the Rams in first round. Rams are... Hard and cold. So... But not, so are we. So are we. We went from beating somebody by 30 so points currently, to getting our eyes whooped. Currently, my bitch-ass Texans have the third pick in the draft, which is probably a good spot for them because they don't need the first pick in the they draft. They don't need to do that to that poor individual. Let the, let, the, let the Lions have the first pick in the draft. Matter of fact, if the Texans want to do... Like, oh, that person going to be screwed. If the Texans want to do what they're supposed to do, they need to lose to the Jaguars the next time we play them. Yeah. Because at least we get the second pick. Yeah. That way we get that uh, defensive end out of, I think it's Oregon. Because we damn sure don't need to be trying to pick a quarterback to no. the second or third round. Right. Because. Well, if they real Patriots bread, then, yeah, you're not getting no quarterback to And, and, and I'll say this about the Texans, round. and then I'm done. Sean Watson, bitch ass, need to be playing. This motherfucker right. on the contract, he ain't going nowhere. That's some bullshit. Bitch, you going to play. That's some bullshit. Y'all, I will say. I was it's not all fault he wanted them ladies to touch his booty hole. Or he got extorted about it, but either way, yeah. that ain't got nothing to do. That's so crazy. So, literally, he is losing reps out here. Mm-hmm. Who's going to pick you up after you didn't play out for, for a whole year, bro? Yeah. That's crazy. Hit him with that FDB, man. Yeah, look, I'm all for football players getting their rights and sticking it to these owners because the owners usually win. But no, this is unacceptable from Deshaun Watson. This is unacceptable. He should be playing. And whoever's advising him that he shouldn't play is crazy. Like I said, he's got no reps. Like, he's going to be out here like Kaepernick in a minute. Remember, they didn't want Kaepernick back in the league because he mm. wasn't, hadn't been playing. That's the same thing that's going to happen. This is not like riding a bike. He's getting older every day. Yeah. Like, you only have so there. long in the league. It's the not for long. <laughs> You're going to be out there looking like Cam Newton talking about you still got it and oh. everybody looking like, ooh. Ooh, that's rough. But he's going to just build back up and shut the fuck up. He need to be on his Geno Smith and appreciate still being in the league. Yeah. That's rough. I hate it for him. Cause it's, but he probably still better than Trevor Lawrence. Right. I was just about to say. Trevor Lawrence got nine touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Well, I'll apologize because oh. I was saying that the Texans should have got Cam. Uh, he'd have been better than Davis, David Mills and probably better than Tyrod. I don't know. I can't say better than Tyrod Taylor. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what do you and David at? David Mills is trash, but he's efficient. So... Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, we'll see how it goes. Cowboys, please. I need I need this. I need this for my life. I need you to dig deep and 
win for us. We've been, you know, cheering for y'all all this time. 20 plus years. We've been wearing this blue, white, and silver. I even have a Cowboys Christmas tree. It's time for y'all to deliver. It's it's just time. Like, Tom Brady went to a whole other team and won. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I need to shut Stephen A. Smith up. That's what I really want. Stephen, I feel like Stephen A. paying the rifts so that the Cowboys will lose because he, he would have to quit his show if the Cowboys won. Because his whole show is fueled by Cowboys hate. Literally, he talks about nothing yeah, else. Yeah, because... Uh... Undisputed would gang, you know. Undisputed would go crazy because that's all Skip talks about. True. So I'll give uh, Stephen A. and, and uh, First Take credit. They don't. St- uh, Skip and and Shannon mostly talk about LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. And the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That is the bulk of what the fuck they talk about. Yeah, pretty much. At least First Take talks about other shit. Yeah, but is it relevant? How? They just create narratives out of their minds. They're just coming up with shit. I love Stephen A. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of their headings, if you're just watching it with no sign, you're like, how did y'all even fucking come up with this shit? Mm. Like, who, you, y'all, are, they grasp for straws in narratives instead of going what's actually in front of you already. Yeah, I mean. So I actually watch Undisputed a lot of the times because they talking about the Cowboys, and I don't have to hear negativity I mean, again. Stephen A, you like the Steelers? The so Steelers fucking out. suck, Stephen A. So been, the Steelers fucking suck. So I was like, but you don't say anything about the Steelers sucking. There's all these great places in the United States of America that we can live. There's a bunch of racist places, but there's a lot of nice places that black people can live and prosper at. My wife don't want to move to any of them until we went to Dallas and she saw that she can be a free Cowboys fan that can fly and just express her love for the Cowboys what without anybody looking at her crazy. She was like, I can see myself living here. I was like, I bet the fuck you I could. I can see myself living here because it's, again, going back to the country versus city. You can live in Fort Worth and it's close enough to the city that you can do stuff. But also, you can live by the cows in nature. <laughs> she thinks she's slick. I ain't falling for that shit. You just know that if you go to Dallas, you'd be a Cowboys fan because you want them hometown people. Who would be a Cowboys fan? You'd be a Cowboys fan. I was born and raised in Houston. That's yeah, my hometown. Sounds great. I was born and raised in Louisiana. Y'all don't have a sports team. Though. We have the New Orleans Saints. Y'all don't have a sports team. <laughs> and the Saints have a Super Bowl and the Texans uh, don't. What do you call Uh-oh. them? What do you call the Saints? Saints have a Super Bowl. What do you call Saints the have a Saints Super Bowl. Super Bowl? The point is, if we talking about home cooking, then Saints you got a Super, Super, Super Bowl. Was home cooking. You said that Peyton Manning felt bad for New Orleans and let them beat him because Archie used to be exactly. Anyway, the point is, the Saints got a Super Bowl and the Texans don't. So, I'm still not, a winner from by, where I'm from. Not by I'm much. still a winner. Not by much. So, if if the rules started where you had to go for where you were born, baby, I'm still beating you. Why does a championship matter when the legacy of the team I get, but the current Who team? Who don't like the Saints, though? Ain't Who nobody on the like current the team got from the championship era, but the coach. Uh, the coach, yeah. That's it. So Drew Brees just left. He just left. Everybody else out of there. Mm, sounds great. 
You're not, you're not, I'm not going to change what I said. That don't work I on the Saints, maybe. I said what I said. But it's the work on the Cowboys. What? <laughs> yeah, it don't it. matter. We got the ring of honor, though. Y'all yeah, saw the attitude change? We got the ring of honor. Well, go Texans. Continue, go Cowboys. Continue sucking. They can't even do that right. Do something with go this Go Cowboys. Third, do something with this third pick. Gotta let the Jaguars beat y'all. Let me see when we play the Jaguars. They Who cares? Head. Anyway, Make go sure Cowboys. I'm Lose praying the, for y'all. Like you sending healing energy against the Cardinals. I'm sending you positive energy. I'm hoping that Zeke plays. We're going to need him. We're going to need a running game. I and hope, defense, stay on your shit. I hope that the Cowboys fans keep hating on the Texans. Cause we just all don't of, care. All those weeks that them Cowboys fans was hating on the Texans, the Cowboys was losing. They stopped, They won today because they finally stopped hating on the Texans. So, you know. Didn't we win last week? Uh, no. Yeah, we won. Yeah, I didn't win no last we week. We did. Let me see. We did win last week because I told, remember I told Chris to be quiet so we can have good karma and it worked. Oh, yeah, that's because he stopped hating. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I won that week. You don't matter. So, we them boys. And well, I'm I, hope the Tex- I hope the Cowboy fans hate on the Texans. <laughs> we won't. We don't they care. They continue to lose. We don't care. Damn, man. The Texans getting their ass with the rest of the season. Mm, are Chargers, they playing anybody good that we can actually go see? Chargers. Mm, I don't care. Chargers and Titans. Who's on it. the Chargers? Uh, Justin Herbert. Who's the quarterback? Justin Herbert. Oh, yeah, Herbert. Well, who else they got? These. See, I'm not going. We should have <laughs> went saw Russell Wilson. Hey, you the one didn't get the tickets. I got the Cowboys tickets. You were supposed to get the Texans tickets. Texans tickets is way cheaper, but, you know, we them boys. I've been Lady L. Brother Rue. And this is the Blurred Perspective Podcast. Deuces.